welcome to Both Down episode 35, the number one Blood Bowl podcast. That's on the road to Chicago. We're headed to Chicago. Is that how that goes? No, not at all. Okay. Is that a real song? Um, probably not. Oh, okay. See, we but could have just ad-libbed it and just made up some fake band. It's, and then you'd have somebody like... It's in reference to uh, the Hope and Cros- Crosby movies of the 30s and 40s. Oh, the Hope and Crosby movies. You know, like movies. Road to Bali and Road to Hong Kong and all the road no, movies. No, not at all. Okay, yeah, didn't figure. Like a road movie to Berlin? Not to Berlin, no. Okay, that's a They Might Be Giants song. Oh, okay. We're in the road movie to Berlin. It's probably a reference to it then. Yeah. It might be. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> we learned something today. Okay. Went neat? No. No. Okay. So what's been going on? Who? You. Who am I? Oh, I am joined. <laughs> My name is uh, Scott Prime. For your um, ear pleasure. And then with me as always is Steve. With my dulcet tones of getting sick. <laughs> Otherwise known as Killiwoggy or Killawog. Yep. Or the other, the better half of our ginger union. Don't, don't say that when we live together. <laughs> I know. No, Somebody's there's no really- ginger union here. <laughs> <laughs> now it's, I know you can't really make that joke anymore because like there's unions of people together all the time now. Not in Oklahoma because it's still illegal, pending federal approval. They turned it down, but yeah, well, as they should. Sometimes you got to stand for something. Or you fall right for or anything. Yeah, I mean, right or wrong, mm-hmm. you just want to stand out. So, so what have you been doing? Blood Bowl wise, nothing. I don't think. No, that's not true. Haven't played any games. You've based my figures. (laughs) Don't play that on me, because if people look at them and say they look crappy, I want them to think you did them. Okay, you can tell them that, but no. They look good. You're better Uh, at basing than I am. I am not really happy with them, to be honest with you. We can mess with them afterwards, but as long as they're done, then that's what matters. I I haven't figured out, what is that paint? What is the, the... The crackle stuff? Hold on, hold on one second. Do, 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 do. <clears throat> All right, so I'm back here with the Citadel Technical Paint, this Agrillin Earth. This is supposed to be the stuff that cracks, right? Yeah. We tested it a little bit and it cracked. Okay, so this is the same stuff I use like on my human team and it I worked. Th- it might have been that it was very humid yesterday. We had the windows open, it was raining out, so it might not have dried correctly. Okay, well, to you master painters out of, out there, who are really good painters and maybe use this stuff, I've used it several times, and every time I get a different result. Sometimes it's cracks, really big chunks of crack. It's supposed to look like dried dirt. Yeah. And I get different results every time. And last night, I got no result except for the color brown. Yeah. So I was very disappointed. We could probably look online and figure out how to do that correctly. So, yeah, if, if you're at Chaos Cup coming up here, and if you're listening to this, hopefully you're driving to Chaos Cup, or hopefully yeah. you listen to it before, because now you've already met me and you didn't talk to, to me about this, but you could talk to me about this technical... We do have an email. Yeah, you can actually email me. Do you know what our email is? It is bothdownpodcast at gmail.com. Good. 
Or yeah. you could also get hold of us at OklahomaBall.com. No. OklahomaBall at Gmail. There you go. Dot com. There you go. <clears throat> I was chilling, chilling out the website. Yeah, so. I, I got gotcha. you. I understand. So. Or just go to BothDown.com. Either way. You can get a, yeah. through us either way. Yeah. Or Twitter. Yeah. You can go to fatfamily.com and see my old little action figure. I Wrestling forgot those still up. I, I know. I keep I keep saying like, uh, <clears throat> I keep telling myself that like one day if I ever get to play all 24 teams, mm-hmm. that maybe I'll put up a little blog with each team and have pictures That would be cool. Stuff, yeah. But, eh, I'm pretty lazy. I probably yeah, won't. you are. But, you know, still would be cool. So that's my idea. But there is a fatfinley.com. So. I need to get kilowoggy.com then. Well, you better jump on that before this airs because somebody might snake it from you. Like me. If they do, they're not going to get any extra money out of me. I'll post it from you and be like, uh-huh, I know you it's want normally it? like no. $10, but I'll, it's thirteen ninety Not worth it. <laughs> I got kilowoggy.org. Dot biz. That way I can give you the business. Yeah, that's so cool. God, I wonder if the Miz has biz. Like Miz biz? Miz.biz. He should. That'd be awesome. Yeah, he really should. The Miz.biz. Maybe I'm going to get that and poach it. You should. And just start selling knockoff Miz stuff. Yeah, I could. I'm sort of awesome t-shirts. I'm yeah, kind I of awesome. get the Wiz Miz.biz. That's pretty clever. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right, so you haven't done anything in Blood Bowl? We that, had our meeting. But that is, okay, yeah. So I'm excited to talk. I'm happy tonight. Okay. So like, I want to just talk about all sorts of crazy stuff in this opening segment. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's you want to talk about sex? No. Okay. Why? Because this is not a sex podcast. Okay. Unless we're talking about sex ni- with if you have some nice players. ladies up in Chicago, me and Steve will be there. We're single. We can't do anything with nice ladies. Okay, if you have some <laughs> threes on a scale of one to ten. Ew. Dude, threes are okay. No, they're not. I have a kind of golden rule that, like, three and up is I'm I'm going in. So what do you say a three is? Because um, you and I must differ on this. I can't really totally, like, explain it because... Uh, to me, a three <laughs> is like a butch dyke. With oh, no, no. a mullet and probably 240 pounds and five foot six. No, I'm talking about a girl That's who a three. has a, a cute face, but maybe she no. has like, she might just be a little overweight. If there's cute anything, you're at least a five. No, I totally disagree. Five is average. Five is straight down the middle. Meh, whatever. But three's not far from five. Three is all very far from five. Okay, well, I still have a golden rule. Pretty much three and up, I'm hitting. Okay. So, you know, and my three is probably different than your three. I think we just established it is. So my three is kind of like your five, maybe. Or your four. I could see that. <clears throat> probably a five. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, you got three and up. And, hey, I'm good you, with, yeah, five. If so. you got a girl who's like a two and she's there, you know, maybe wants some ginger magic, eh, bring her over. Let me whis- whisper in my ear like, hey, this girl kind of likes you. No, see, and a then two. I'll, and see, once you find out a girl likes you, your mind automatically changes is my theory. That you go like, oh, you mean I could actually hump A two that? is like a shaved Sasquatch. No, no, no. No, no that's no. a two. See, I have a big... Well, like... If I had to, I could do it, but 
They're like missing a limb or no, a two is a non-claimer. Clearly, you do it, but you'd never tell anybody about it. You, you're That's just like a three. <sighs> Some threes you claim. So you know one. One is like there's no way in the world. We're talking eight hundred pounds. We're talking. Well, there's physical limitations. Like if you can't get it going, then you can't get it going. You can always get it going. You're a man. It doesn't take anything. I need a good kisser. But not okay. Let's get off of the subject. No, I want to finish this one thing about it, and then we'll move on. <laughs> you don't think that guys work where like, eh, she's okay, and then once somebody whispers in their ear, like, hey, no, yeah, you, absolutely. Do you know Tina liked you? Oh, really? Tina likes me, and all of a suddenly. You start thinking about yeah. her naked, and now you're like, oh, I never really had a problem with Tina. All that stuff did, factors in. Okay. They liking you, you know, proximity to other attractive women. You know, like, you can have a work seven, which is like a real life five. It's like a work through a seven. Like, hey. Yeah, but there's you, nothing else at work. You that scenario, like, yeah. if the whole world got frozen right mm-hmm. now, but we have plenty of food and water in here mm-hmm. and warmth. But we're all eventually going to pair up and screw. I wonder. Yeah. Maybe I'll get her. Yeah. You play that scenario in your head. Not really. So I have like, no idea what this has to do with Blood Bowl. <laughs> well, in the Blood Bowl world, uh, Birth of Big Fist is probably. Play Elf magazines get put on <laughs> Facebook sometimes. Play Elf? Have you seen those? No. They get posted to Blood Bowl community. Really? Mm hmm. And the girls dressed like elves? Eh. Are they naked? No. No. I don't want to. Just like that. cover magazines. Oh, okay. They're cool, though. But Bertha Big Fist, since we're going back to Blood Bowl, she's probably two. Somebody was like, eh, She's not a two. She's there. She's athletic. Dude. She's probably, she's a, two. probably a three. She's a non claimer. You don't tell anybody about it. It depends on which model. That's true. Like the ugly ogre one? Yeah. The, the uh, cheerleader ogre model? Yeah. That a lot of yeah. people think uh, is Birth the Big Fist? Yeah, that one's definitely a two But then like one. the giant one that has the abs? Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah, the impact one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, see? See, I like the one that the Lot of Love, or whatever her name is, that I think also Impact sold for a while. I think she was a streetball character with the ball and chain in her hand. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. just kind of a, a big gal. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, she's she's a good chub scout. Okay. Yeah, three or four, maybe. I gotcha. Okay. See, we got that out of the way. Sure. No, our league has started, Steve. I mean, it hasn't, like, nobody's played a game yet. And I haven't updated the website yet. You haven't updated the website. I haven't updated the rosters. You haven't sent out the rosters, so I can't really update the website. Exactly. Yeah. And that might not even happen until we get back from (laughs) Chicago. Probably not, no. But... The fact is, is we had our league meeting, which means in like our Blood Bowl world, that means all the te- all the players went to training camp. Mm-hmm. A few players learned some new skills mm-hmm. because you have the option of rerolling skills. And I was able to buy two new characters. You had enough money to buy some characters mm-hmm. um, because everybody benefits when you reroll it. You know, our random league. Just in case you're a first time listener, we do random skills and. Um, you come into training camp and you have enough money, you have to pay every team in your division uh, 10K, which mm-hmm. is not a lot of money really. but And, and 10 to the commit, to the 10 league. to the league. So it was 80K to re-roll a skill that you did not like. And we had a few people that did that mm-hmm. in the uh, Rozelle, was it No, it was in the Thorpe division because we had two divisions. And um, that allowed other people to get some money to buy players. You bought a Chaos Dwarf blocker for your 
Basketball wrong team. team. It was the Axemen. Uh, the Axemen are in that division, and I was able to buy a Berserker I'm so, because okay. you killed one. Well, that sometimes happens. Yeah. Right. My team, who thought they were all badass, and go out and put on a exhibition game and just got their butts handed to them. We had some other teams buy re-rolls because they had money left over from last season. Mm-hmm. But it's officially, at any point, people can play games, and that's yeah. really cool. So we're about to start the ninth season of the Dragonfire Blood Bowl League, wow. which is amazing. Now, yeah. we only play an eight-game season, but most people take two teams. Well, also, we're coming on our third anniversary of the podcast, really. That, oh, you're right, because it started three years ago with Chaos Cup. Right after Chaos Cup, ways, yeah. yeah. Wow, a lot has changed in three years. Yep. A lot. <laughs> I finally got that extra head added onto me. Right, and you've had your tail removed. Mm-hmm. That was nice. You can sit better, I noticed. Mm-hmm. But you don't look as tall. No. Because you used to be sitting on my tail. Right. Yeah. Yeah, a lot has changed. We're going to have to talk about that when it's like officially three years. I mean, it's pretty close, though. I, I keep thinking we need to do a special type of show. And I've been inquiring about how to do it. So <laughs> we might have something. I don't even know what that means. Well, I want to do like a call-in show. Oh. Like a live call-in show. So we're going to have... Uh, We'd like, have to set up like a Skype channel and... A live call-in show. We're going to get like three people calling in. Well, we advertise it in advance, and yes, we'd probably get three people. But still. Ooh, that I it, like that. It'd be kind of interesting. Can we drink while we do it? You can, sure. Just me. I don't drink. <sighs> All right. But That's, no, I'm very excited, and I cannot believe the little boy in me who started Blood Bowl way back when... Mm-hmm. Cannot believe that I'm sitting here saying the ninth season. Oh, we we get to hear a lot about the little boy and you. I know we do. Because this is kind of a special episode that we're putting together right before our trip to Chaos Cup. Because we knew we couldn't put out a regular episode in time, I guess. That's well, not not really. I think this. Well, is we a also good... had this planned, and we, this was a right. good. We felt that this would be a good in-depth discussion that could take a podcast. You know? <laughs> right, exactly. It's not really one segment. It's a one podcast right. thing. Uh, so we want to talk about that now? Sure. I still put... have other subjects I want to talk about in this opening segment. Well, we'll just put it out there. I mean, it was supposed to be a recording of you, Gary, and Robert, right. the original three from your early Second days. edition days where we expl- we'll explain more yeah. once we get to the segment. Our friend Gary could not make it. Right. Um, but and, you and Robert had a good discussion, and I chipped in. And, right. So, yeah, we talked a lot of second edition memories. Um, that'll, that's like the first two segments, and then we have a, a since we're doing Chaos Cup Tournament, uh, Snob Costas actually um, covered a couple of tournaments. So he sent in a report, and that's our episode. Yeah, and we'll do shout-outs like normal. Yeah, but else. yes, we, that'll later on. <clears throat> So, I wanted to talk about, so I'm excited about our league, mm-hmm. but in other news, the uh, MBFL on Fumble has yeah. started, and... The league you hate because you were scheduled with people from out of the country. <laughs> well, it's just... And it's, it's on Fumble because you hate Fumble. And... But I have people, to hear you yell about all the time. Yeah, and, I ha- and people beat me all the time, so of course I'm going to be a little whiny baby and go, I hate it because of that. And your four agility guy... Not pick up the ball on the first time ever. Yeah, every every kickoff that I get in the Still first going? half, 
Well, I haven't been taking the kickoff, so it hasn't come back to bite oh, me yet. Okay, but I always have to roll, re-roll, re-roll. Use a re-roll to pick up the ball because they'll yeah. roll one. Um, yeah. So that has started, and I'm proud to say that so far. Now we're only three games into the league, but the Not Orleans, spell with a you know in or G N A W, is sitting atop. First place in the NFC South. Wow. Now I'm really tied with the uh, the like Carolina Black Panther Party, yeah. which is Jeff Rose's team. Uh, but somehow I got put first place in the division standings because I'm sure some weird tiebreaker or something. So yeah. for at least today and then three weeks into that season, with a two, two wins, one tie record, I'm in the top of the NFC South. That's cool. So uh, good. I'm doing fairly well. Um, so my decision, I've been trying to, and I don't have many people with it, but my decision to take tentacles <laughs> is starting to kind of at least in some way pay off. And it's interesting because when my last one of my opponents was a uh, uh, John Brees, who's part of a uh, winged, winged human, who's uh, part of our league. Right. Um, we actually had a discussion in the middle of the game. And um, he was like, why aren't you taking claw on your guys? Why do you have all these tentacles? And it's like, well, I wanted to just try it. And, you know, I also hate But realistically, you like tentacles. I do like tentacles because in my mind, yeah, it's a small chance that you won't break away or whatever. But you still have to roll dice. Yeah. And when it becomes inconvenient, it really can screw up a play. And the more dice you can make people roll, the more chances of them failing. Right. And especially it, on fumble. Especially on fumble. And and really just breaking away from a tentacle guy and mm-hmm. wasting like, oh, I really needed that guy to assist this block. They might go, ah, oh, screw it, and waste a re-roll and still might not get it. Or regardless, they wasted a re-roll. Right. Or they might not do that first because they might have to do a re-roll. So, you know, blah, blah, blah. blah. Right. So... And I, and I feel like I've been getting better, at least placement-wise, on fumble, on, like, putting the guys with tentacles in the way. Right. And uh, it came down to, and I'm not bragging in, in, in no way, uh, John played a great game, but I was lucky enough to position, like, this net of tentacle guys where he had to go through a tackle zone yeah. with a guy with tentacles. And you know we're we're not really arguing. We're just discussing the game theory of taking claw versus tentacles. And the last option he had to tackle me, he had to go through a tackle zone with a guy from tentacles. Yeah, I snagged him, kept him in, and I was like, yeah. And tentacles stopped him a whole bunch. So it was really kind of cool. And I was like, that's why I have tentacles. And <laughs> You know, I got to do that for once. But, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. But he played a really well game. I feel bad for him because he got a, a lot of trashy dice rolls. My hideous appearance and tentacles are working amazing. But, yeah, I can't believe it. I can't believe I can say I'm in first place Good for at least today. So uh, I played the Fangus City Chiefs, I think, or Vamps. It's okay. a va- vampire team, Fangus City instead yeah. of Kansas City. So I play them tomorrow with a guy from Belgium. That's cool. Necron, I think is his name, or Necron, or something like that. Necron. Yeah. From the DC Universe. Jeffro told me he's a vampire. So, I'm playing a real vampire, I guess. Oh, okay. I guess. Hmm. So, that's what I've been doing. Good. Since I haven't been playing any real football, real Blood Bowl. Yeah. 
You know, we really probably should have been like practicing our teams and play testing. We have not, again, fourth year in a row, we have not practiced our team for Chaos Cup at all. But to be fair, I played Chaos in my league. I'm going to do so bad. You probably need some play testing. I I really do, because I suck at orcs. How far do your blitzers move? Five. Okay, how how far do your linemen move? Five. Okay, four. How, how far do your black orc blockers move? Four. They move four. Okay, what about your goblin? Goblin six. Okay, and your troll. Is it five? <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, you should probably, we should, in the next few days, we probably really should let you play test. What does the troll moves? I think all trolls move four. Do they? I've never played I was going to say four, but I don't know. And your black orc blockers are four, your blitzers yeah. are six, your linemen are five. Oh, blitzers are six. That's right. Right. So you might. That's why I don't have a passer. Okay. Right. Yeah. So you might kind of want to really play a game or two. But I know you're not going to. I'm, you can say that, yeah, but I'm not going you to. You should. Um, we don't have much time before Chaos Cup, so good <laughs> well, luck with that. We still got to spray your team. <clears throat> got to spray the team, got to put numbers on them, um, got to edit this podcast, got to put up the podcast, got to pack, got to pack the equipment, got to, I guess, uh, as everyone should know by now, it was just tweeted out, we are going to have a podcast jamboree. With, Is that what we're calling it? I have no idea what we're calling it. Is but, it like, going to be like Emmett Otter's Jugman Christmas? Not at all. I'm pretty sure. Uh, there won't be em- any Emmets or Otters. No porcupine? Probably no jug bands. There has been talk of banjos and guitars being brought. Well, okay. But I don't know. No, after Saturday's games, we're going to set up the podcasting equipment. We have four of the five Blood Pole podcasts, all the ones stationed here in North America. So we're going to have a giant podcast thing going on, hosted by, I guess, technically five out of the six podcasts, isn't it? That's what I said. I think yeah. your number was wrong. It's the pitch us, guys. Slurpcast, uh, Slurpcast, Pitch Invasion, 3 Die Block, and Siggy Llama is right. hosting and participating. And what, what's amazing, folks, is it's like one less than a week away, and we don't have a clue what we're doing. Not a well. We're letting Siggy. We're gonna blame it on him. Oh, it's all him now. Yeah. Well, that means we could be doing some weird stuff by like we're gonna acapella sing like the barbershop quartet and all sorts of weird. How can there be any sin in (laughs) sincere? Where is the good and good bar? You're not. You're not joining in. No, I'm not going to. You have the (laughs) age. Oh boy! So it could be a real, um, it could be a real fun cluster. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's see what else. Cast cup. We're gonna have some boner storm after the uh, podcast jamboree. Okay. Steve's looking forward to that. Not at all. Can you hear that? Yes, we can hear that. Stop doing it. But I, now I want to tighten it up. It's kind of a feels like a listen. It's like I'm rolling a ball. Okay, we'll stop. Wow, I was messing with a washer on my yeah microphone. So this episode's probably going to go long, but it is meant for your drive to Chaos Cup, which probably no one's driving thirteen hours like us. But maybe right. Oh, last thing I want to talk about. 
and I don't know, maybe maybe I should save this for the shout-outs, but I'm not. So I, I've been talking off and on just through whatever, you know, maybe it's Fumble or maybe it's just through a forum or through Twitter about, you know, how we do random skills. Yeah. It's very simple. I'm, I'm pretty aware of it, yeah, after nine seasons. Well, I know, but you've got to kind of explain yourself when you're on a podcast just yeah. in case somebody's listening right. to this for the first time. You don't have to explain the explaining yourself. We're oh. cool with it. Okay, well, I'm letting you know why I'm explaining myself. Well, I'm explaining to you why explaining to me why explaining to you why explaining to me about explaining yourself is not needed. I'm glad you explained that to me. Well, good. Okay, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> All right, so, you know, we pick a category, we pick six skills, we write mm-hmm. it down, roll a dice. And somebody was talking about, well, we might try this for our league. I think it was Siggy talking about him and Vanderbee. Yeah, they're going to do it. For their league. They're going to yeah. try it, but maybe they're going to have this caveat where they can pick block first. Right. And then. Yeah, because skills... nobody else in their league is doing it. Right, which is, I, I agree, it's yeah. a disadvantage. Um, and then somebody else said, yeah, I might do this and that, but maybe with you know this certain skill or that certain skill. Um, but. Anyways, we got into the discussion about how if everybody plays with random skills, the game is still, to me, mm-hmm. 100% fair. And then they'll go like, well, then, you know, dwarves don't get all their guard, and they yeah. have to have that. So it's not really fun and fair. Now, if you say it's fun, I can't argue. You know, it's not fun to you because I can't argue with that. Because what's fun to me is different for fun for you. Sure. But my game theory behind all this, and we've said it many times is the game is weighted differently to begin with. Mm-hmm. Dwarves and halflings, even at one million, is going to be a slaughter. We're just carrying that on through the entirety of the game, rather than the game is set to where, you know, maybe certain teams are good to begin with, but they fall off later on, mm-hmm. like dwarves. You know, at the beginning, they're amazing. Right, and if you get... But once you start going up against three million... Well, point yeah, uh, chaos teams that pick the skills, the dwarf team is not that good. Right, exactly. Sure. And, and my argument always is, is kind of like, once you start these random skills, you'll see that it really is balanced and in some ways better. And that's just my... Yeah, I, th- I fully believe that. And once again... It's because we play that way. We play that way. So what's fun to me could be, you know, not fun to mm-hmm. you. I agree. But so my thing is, is... Try it. Just try it for even a couple, you know, play a, a mini season of four weeks or mm-hmm. with your friends and just try it where everybody, you know, and, the, you know, I, I still hear a lot of arguments. Well, that's not really fun because you you got to have this skill for this team to work. It's like, yeah, but everybody comes into it with that same yeah. problem. And then when you do get a, a great guy that gets dodged by mere luck mm-hmm. and becomes a blodger, he really stands out as the Walter Payton or mm-hmm. whoever star player. And so if it, and once again, it goes back to me thinking all the teams might be valued the same to begin with. One million is mm-hmm. your startup. But once they hit the field, they're unbalanced to begin with. I would say that our league probably perpetuates the inequality further too. In the sense that they're uneven to begin with, they stay uneven. Because dwarves will stay dominant throughout because they come with so many good skills. Or Amazons or Norse or something like that. I will agree with you, but record shows that the other teams in our league mm-hmm. can reach those high 
Yeah. They can become the elite teams in the division. They can, yes. And but I'm it's not, not saying as easy. They win the league. Mm-hmm. My point is exactly what you're saying. Somebody was tell me yeah. exactly what you just said. And my point is is dwarves have the advantage to begin mm-hmm. with. Norse have the advantage to begin with because yeah. they built those skills in. So give it a try. So what I'm asking people is not really to argue. Um there's there's smarter people out there. There's people that play games all the time mm-hmm. and, and work on game theory. And we were talking about so, this the other day that, you know, there are people on Fumble who played thousands upon thousands upon thousands of games with one team. Right. And we will never reach a thousand games, period. Right. I mean, <laughs> through all of our. Jokingly, me and you added yeah. up like. Steve goes, let's add up all the games you think you've ever played. And we were and being not very even- lenient. Like. Uh, season, let's just say 25, which is probably not even close to that. Right. So here I am complaining, like, this guy seems so good at this team, and you know, mm-hmm. but he's played a thousand games, which I haven't even played a thousand games ever in mm-hmm. my life. You know, my, my point is, is if you're at Chaos Cup, come up and talk to me about game theory and stuff, because I'm actually really interested in another perspective to maybe prove that maybe I'm I wrong. I will say that. Part of an example to show why random skills are a detriment to some teams is the season that I tried to take the Thrall team. I took a Thrall team. I understand they suck. Uh, That was just my game plan. But the problem is where we randomly pick skills instead of actually picking skills, my team stayed incredibly horrible. You know, I'd get pro, I'd get pro, I'd get pro, I'd get strip ball, I'd get wrestle. Because they, they all get, had the one general category. They could only get general, I never rolled so in, double. So the, in theory, you could have had block, I would have wrestle, block or, and tackle, which are mm-hmm. three, what most people call three decent skills. Sure. So you have a 50-50 chance, you just never got those, is yeah. what you're saying when you rolled the dice. Right. So I, I get there's some and exactly. I mean, like I said, that team could have probably competed much better if I had picked skills. But then again, I'd be going up against a team that got to pick skills to make them even better, so I would still get destroyed. And, and really, you took a variant on a team. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I mean, I'm completely a agreeing. A thrall team would have been better with crap. two super thralls that like to bully the other thralls mm-hmm. around, but we call them vampires. No, I the completely stats. agree. When okay. I was just testing it with our randomness for a couple seasons, and they blew. Okay. But do you get what I'm yeah. trying to call oh, out here and yeah. tell people? Like, just come up and talk. Because I really am interested if somebody else has different game theories and stuff. Because I really think the random skills is really awesome. But, of course, I think that way. Yeah. Um, but I'm finding out that through Fumble and trying to be very patient and stuff, playing Fumble and everything else, p- picking skills can still be fun. But it's still just not as fun. Because I don't like you it. already know what you're going yeah. to get before you get it. And then also, if I pick a skill and it turns out to be bad, then I get annoyed. Like, why did I pick that? (laughs) Right. You know, not picking skills alleviates a lot of stress. Like, well, I didn't pick that. It was just randomly given to me. Well, and we talked about this many times. We can do many examples in our league. But, like, um, Kevin has that undead team. Mm -hmm. Our our buddy Kevin Williams, who has an undead team. And he has a white that somehow got shadowing, I think, diving tackle and something else. And now he's like a great cover. Oh, man. He's amazing. He might have he pass pass block. I yeah, think. he does. And he went from kind of a random thing of, eh, it's not so good. Mm-hmm. Why would you have this? 
Well, now it kind of all works out where, like, you don't throw it to that side of the field. Ooh, that guy's a... And, you know. He'll get on you, stay on you, and make you fall. Right. <laughs> so, anyways, talk to me at Chaos Cup. I'd love to hear you. Um, anything else you want to cover before? I know this is a very long intro. Yeah, but it's a long episode, so okay. it's cool. All right, so we're going to uh, take a quick break. We'll be back with Behind the Fluff with our buddy Robert Henry, and uh, we'll be talking a lot of uh, second edition. We'll see you in a minute. Uh, hey, hey, everyone. It's uh, Sanch Blackpelt of Dragonfire Weekly, and... Uh, been tasked to tell you about Wizards Asylum. It's where the both down guys do their tournaments. Like uh, the next one coming up, I believe, is uh, looking at the copy, looking at the copy. I don't have anything. I don't have it. Hey, guys. Guys, it. Snuffleween. Oh, Snuffleween. Oh. Yeah, makes sense. Hey, right, next tournament, Snuffleween. If you want some more information about Wizards Asylum, check out wizardsnorman.com. All right, we're back. Now we're going to talk some second edition, old school fluff, I guess is what we're going to call this. I don't know. It's a trip back to uh, memory lane uh, in studio with us is Robert Henry. Studio. In studio. <laughs> in studio. Around the kitchen table. <laughs> That's exactly what So uh, Robert was one of the, um, just to kind of set at the table, so to speak, here is um, we got and Robert. You can say hello to everybody. Hello, and this so is just, Robert. I'm he, Robert Henry. He, he's looking through memories of the uh, old Star Players book. Um, so our friend Gary, who couldn't make it tonight because uh, he had some family problems, because he's less than a man. Steve says he's less than a man, so he's like half man, <laughs> half amazing. He's cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he had some family issues come up, but his honestly, his memory's pretty shot. I think it was all the pot from college. Could be, even though no, he didn't. <laughs> but I'm pretty he didn't sure. do pot. Uh, Ouch! Actually, there would be no both down podcast if there was no Gary Brown. So I want to give him credit, even though he is not here. Uh, Robert, Gary, my two oldest friends, going all the way back. Uh, Robert, since we've known each other since fifth grade, but became real good friends. I'd say in sixth grade, yeah, and then Gary kind of joined the uh, fabulous duo in about eighth grade or so. He played soccer with Robert, mm-hmm. and then uh, I think it was me and Robert kind of pushed him into buying Blood Bowl for his ninth <laughs> birthday because his mother was furious. Yeah, well, not ninth birthday, but ninth grade. Ninth, whatever <laughs> your birthday is in ninth grade, which is probably about 14, 14 or 15. Mm-hmm. It's probably 15 because I got my license in 10th grade, so yeah, probably so, I'd say yeah. 15. Um, we were at a hobby shop, and to be honest, our memory is kind of... I want to say it was Crossroads Hobby Shop. Which was called The Hobby Shop. Which was called The Hobby Shop, but yeah. talking to Robert earlier tonight, he thought it was The Hobby Shop in Penn Square Mall. Mm-hmm. And at first I said he's wrong, but then I remember... Who I thought the guy that talked us into buying Blood Bowl was, I think it was the guy who talked us into buying the Warhammer role-playing game at that hobby shop. So, 
I don't remember there ever being one there. Yeah, well, it wasn't. I don't think it was called Hobby Shop, but there right. was a they had like a lot a game of games store and, and stuff. stuff. Like that. And hmm. I just seem to remember it because it was across from one of the theaters, and I and I remembered, and I just thought well, there's, that was there's, it. there's no theater yeah. at Crossroads Mall, so you have yeah. to probably be right on this. And then I now remember, and then I remember we had the. Um, I just remember riding home in the truck, and everybody was all excited about it. And we had to kind of wait because we're in the back of a truck, and you can't really open up everything in the back of a truck. <laughs> yeah, we were in the, all goes. Black, the back bed of a truck yeah, exactly. on the way home. Yeah, now, now, you get, now, now people pull you over for those things. <laughs> right. <laughs> those crazy 80s. <laughs> yeah, it would yeah, have been 89, 90, somewhere right around there. So. Yes. Nice. Uh, so Gary bought this game. It, I think it was $40. Does yeah, that sound 40, right? 50 bucks. It was it was it was a good chunk of change. All I know is he got almost exactly enough money to get it and like his mom was like, "Are you sure you want to spend all this money on this one game?" And yeah. mom, it's so cool. It's it's like football and Oh, it's going to be awesome. So and you really had no idea about it other than just the box. Dude, the yeah. box. We yeah. just got uh, junior high boners. And this is it was first edition or third edition? This is second edition. This is yeah. the one with Astro the styrofoam okay. Astro Granite. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that's a big box. And yeah, it was, it was cool. It's I had cool the big looking. Morgan Throg on the front yeah. doing the thing. And, or how do you pronounce it? So. <laughs> Morgan Thorg. Well, back then there was a Morgan Throg, a Morgan Thorg, a yeah, Throg and Morgan. They've kind of changed the spelling. Robert hasn't played any... I would say any living rule book for and of. Did you play some third edition with the block dice when it yes. came out? Yes, I did. Just briefly. Yeah, okay. We'll talk about that. a little that. bit there, but not much else. Okay. So. Robert went to a tournament with me. He went down to Rock Cup with me. <laughs> but Robert... did uh, play. No, he didn't play. Nah, I'd have gotten killed. <laughs> Ro- the road calls Robert. He's he's a vagabond or a gypsy and like... It was just a road trip, and he's like, I'm in. I'm, I'm in. down. Let's go. I'm in. He's like, you want to hitchhike? And I was like, no, dude, I want to go. <laughs> Although you kind of did, because you went in someone else's car. We went in yeah, somebody else's true. car. Yeah. So, yeah, it was. Uh, so it was kind of like a half and half, because we, we drove down to Dallas and then, and then, and then hitchhiked, basically. Yeah, so it was uh, it, it was interesting. But So Robert has been to Rock Cup, just not, hasn't played. <laughs> yeah. It was fun taking it in and seeing all the changes to Blood Bullets, which is weird, because it, it is kind of a game that – you remember, but it's just changed so much, and the iterations of it are the weird things about it. Whenever you start going and you start thinking, "Oh, well, this is the way we used to do it," and it's like I don't do anything like that at all. And then, <laughs> and, and that's one thing that we, we want to touch on later on tonight is that when we first got it, we just started playing. Yeah, and then, and so we didn't, we weren't always playing it correctly. You know, we were kind of like, "Hey," and then, then it changed, and then it changed again. And so, in the course of this one season, which we were insane about. <laughs> Uh, you know, 40, 40 teams, sixteen week schedule. I mean, That's everybody. Crazy. It was it was insane, you know. And then, um, but a lot of fun. And but it, but there would always be a sort of oh, here's a reset point. Oh, here's another reset point. <laughs> and uh, some things would hold through, true, and keep working. But it was it was definitely uh, right. So let, let's just. I'll, I'm, I wrote down some jotted some notes down just to kind of talk about our our whole experience uh, on it first. Like I said, we just saw it. We had no clue. We didn't read about it in a magazine. We didn't pick up a white dwarf and see advertisements. We saw it. We talked him into Biden immediately. We went right home, and we tried to play a complicated game as quickly as possible. And as you said, this was before the block dice. So this was it before was the block dice. a lot more complex than it currently is. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if I remember right, Robert, didn't – wasn't there some quick start rules where you just used 1d6, and I think it was a 5 or 6 you tackled somebody? I think so, yeah. I mean, it was very, like, just... So just, it's kind of like proto-block dice. Well, 
I mean, five six tackle, three forward push, one two. You go down if you want to look at it in that sense. But mm-hmm. that was just the very like here's a quick start guide, mm-hmm. a quick start guide, and I I kind of look through the little handbooks and stuff here, but I don't I don't really see that. Had anybody played? Warhammer games at all? No, no, none of us did. Seen it or just well, the, like, well, the crazy thing was is, is I had, is way back when I played like Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, even then, and even though the funny thing about it is, it's weird how you can remember certain things in life. And like I remember wa- watching the the Ralph Bakshi Lord of the Rings and yeah. all that other stuff, but I never really kind of tied Lord of the Rings to Dungeons and Dragons to Warhammer. I never really kind of put those yeah. things together. I just was like, oh, okay, that's cool. That's, that's, that's cool, you know, and just and just jump with it. But I just think, you know, even to this day, I, it's kind of hard for me to imagine how it all just kind of snowballed. I mean, that you know, here we are. I mean, that's a lot of money back then, and, yeah. and we're just going, hey, let's buy it, and we all buy it, and, you know, and, he, and Gary buys it. And the next thing you know, it's like we're... I guarantee we're, you, two, three, four, because there was another buddy named Sean Wilson who... Mm-hmm would come into town every now and then i guarantee you four kids have never got so much damn use out of a blood bowl game (laughs) as we did i mean there might be some people out there but we sure got our money's worth in at least in a short amount of time yeah it really is pretty crazy to think about but i don't i i could have swore there was some like quick start rules just to kind of get you familiar with the game and i thought it was simple things like to pick up the balls a five or six to tackle somebody was a five or six i just remember playing something like that i don't have those anymore so if they do exist, if one of our listeners out there has a mint copy of Second Edition somewhere, you probably have one, don't you? I a have mint Second copy. Edition. Well, we're not going to go stop the podcast, anymore, but <laughs> it's not worth that. But no. anyways, I remember the first couple, first night or so that we just had to break it open and try to play something, you know. Mm-hmm. And I believe, well, I have some memories of us taking over Sean Wilson's house and actually playing on the kitchen table, but I could be wrong. It could have been the first week yeah, of it. I, I, think, I, think it was, I think the first one was, was probably, well, I think the first one was probably at Gary's that night, I would think, because when we bought it and then we – but I could be wrong. But I know, right. I know we did go over to Sean's every so yes. often. But I at think least that 25 years ago. So. Yeah. So, so it's a two-player game. Mm-hmm. Right. Was there any, like, conflict when you're like, dude, I want to play first game. I want to play first game. Uh, I don't really too, remember too who, long ago. I, yeah, don't I don't remember who played. I, well, the first I don't game. think there really was. I think I honestly think it was actually Scott and Gary that played the first game, and and this is the way that I remember it. And I, of course, you know, there's some elaboration obviously in your head. Yeah. Um, and we, they started playing, and they played Everbold versus the Oakland Raiders, and and according to the thing, Oakland was just coming off the championship. They just they'd won the they'd won the won the cup the year before that. And so we were kind of like, okay, that's cool. And then, um, well, the correct Robert, I'm looking at the stats. They they went undefeated uh, during that season, but lost to the first round of the Dark Side okay. Cowboys. But they were still a powerhouse yeah, yeah. team. Powerhouse team. Okay, so that that was probably that. So, but the thing was, is then they uh, and then I remember um, that, and, and I think Gary actually played Oakland. I think I am ninety five percent sure his Gary favorite team was the Raiders. His favorite team was the Raiders. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that that's what he went with, and then the, and then Everbold won the game like two to nothing. You know, and of course we we had no Ever- no 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 no. no. Oh, okay. I'm gonna stop you. You remember how every game mm-hmm. went to three? Hmm? Every game went to three. I don't know if you remember yeah, this. So, okay. It was the first one to three. So okay. some games were three nothing, three yeah, to one, three to two. Was, yeah, so, yeah. And I don't remember what or 
Everbold might have won three to two or yeah. something. I don't know. There's a piece of artwork. Yeah, I've got Probably it. I need to somewhere. find it. Yeah, it's actually, and I was looking for that. I found some artwork, and maybe we'll try to scan them and and put them out there. It's a, they're kind of fun. But I, I, but I remember I had you know had this guy diving up and catching the ball, and 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 we made him a human team uh, because we didn't know yeah. we didn't know anything about it. You know, we know we, unless it was specifically outlined. You know, that was one of the things that was kind of fun. Whenever you had the teams, you could just look at the names of the teams and you could just try to imagine what they were. You know, mm-hmm. and, and not being people who had played Warhammer or whatever, we could just kind of start creating our own thing. And that was a lot of the fun of it, too. So, And that was probably part of what made it so much fun for us. I, I think you're probably right on the first ever season game. Yeah. Uh, I think we played a couple, from what I remember, we played a couple of practice games of just trying to learn the game. Mm-hmm. And then... We, we of course we read through the book and they have seasons and there's 40 teams and then there's you know you have to play them all and you have to have 16 games and I I, think I like you're how right. none of you just stops for a second and is like that's a crap load of games dude right. maybe we should just bring it down to our, our, our real problem or... was is that there was three of us playing yeah. so with 40 teams everybody gets 13 but what, what do you do with the other one yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and there was, and and I, and I and I think it was somebody got off of like the Underworld Creepers or something that we basically just shared. <laughs> kind of like yeah, yeah you're the team. Hobgoblin team yeah. or something like that. Yeah, something like yeah, your team to play but, with them this week. Before yeah. we get into actual seasons, though, let's just talk about the product itself, yeah. like how we felt, um, just the world itself. Yeah, from my memory, it was just there wasn't enough books for us to all read at the same time because it. Of course, you played Nintendo. You had Nintendo games and everything else, and MTV actually showed music videos. So I remember always sitting around, looking mm-hmm. at the miniatures, looking at the back of the artwork, and then all of a sudden Robert would crack up, and we're like, what? And he'd read out a Did You Know yeah. from one of the pages. And we just... I don't know. There was something drawing. It just drew you into this universe of these sport. It's a D and D world, but it's sports, and there's a comical aspect to it. And then I also remember me and Robert just pouring over the artwork. Yeah, yeah. And you was- all you all read comics, and you two drew, right? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of where the draw draw of the game came from probably yeah because i remember and i you know i don't know if it's nifton or knifton or whatever the pete nifton guy i mean i thought this guy's artwork was amazing i think it's nifton i think yeah. that's what i thought that's what um we'll go with it yeah but i mean Somebody i remember just we had on going nuts goo goo gaga over his work and i was and you know and i was just like wow this is awesome you know so and that probably inspired me to to do that first little piece that we yeah. had the guy in that orkland and that everbolt game and while they're playing i'm actually drawing up a little thing and then catching the ball and i imagine orkland playing in the mud and there's this mud field and and he's leaping up to catch this ball in the end zone hmm. there's an orc down on the ground looking yeah up and, at and him. in our world i yeah. mean the everbolt unicorns is just they were a human team yeah. and they had these horns on their helmets yeah yeah, <laughs> and you know, and it, yeah, our, the picture probably doesn't look anything like we remember it. But no, probably not. It was this guy. Le- it, I mean, it was just like he said. It was this guy leaping up, and Robert named it Blood Bowl Illustrated or whatever, yeah, just, yeah, or Bloodweiser Illustrated. Bloodweiser, yeah, I think it was Bloodweiser. And so that was our issue one of Bloodweiser. And we're we're gonna do this every week to the most exciting game and all this <laughs> junk and. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, and since me and Robert both drew, we'd drop little articles usually when we just felt like it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah. There wasn't a lot of real consistency. We tried. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, I'll do this this week. And then, you know, and, and usually he was waiting for that moment to, to strike, you know, because at that point, you know, uh, you're not really 
you're not really a, uh, an accomplished artist per se. You don't know how to flip the switch per sure. se. So, so you, 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 the, your two best friends are playing a game, and then all of a sudden you see something, and you're like, "Oh, that's kind of cool!" And so you start drawing, and you draw it up, hmm. you know. And and but some games, yeah, it didn't happen, or some <laughs> games, you know, there's there's a half naked girl on on HBO, you know, yeah, whatever. You know? So you so you you your 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 tensions are drawn. real. Sex is on. Yeah. I might be well yeah, this. yeah, yeah. We might have like looked at some half naked girls back yeah. then. So, yeah, might might, might maybe. Be. So. Robert, do you remember? There was, okay, so I guess how I remember it is is that we started the season, and of course, me and Gary just left it to Robert to make the schedule. Yeah, <laughs> Robert can do that. He likes that stuff. <laughs> yeah. There's an old thing amongst us three, and Gary's not here to share this, but somehow the legend went that I loved flat coke, and so anytime <laughs> there was flat coke, they'd go like, "Just give it to Scott. He likes it." Right? Yes. I so mean, I, we hear this every now and then. Yes, we, we do. Yeah. around. And I think the thing was is that at my house, we didn't have Coke ever. So flat <laughs> Coke was better than no Coke. Makes but, sense. But we gave it to Robert. It's like, he likes to make the schedule and stuff like that. So we just gave it to him. <laughs> do you do you even remember how you made the schedule? Did uh, you roll dice? Did you yeah. just? I think I, I think it was literally like, okay, you got to play everybody in your division twice or something like that. And then you just throw everything. And I don't think it was that, actually. I think it was just like, let's line up this team with that team. And then and you just have them go at each other. And I don't think there was really a rhyme or reason. I don't think we did the two people twice. I yeah. know we played yeah, we everybody we in our division yeah. once. You played everybody in your division once. And then, you did, and then it was just kind of mix and match and the irony about that was is then by the time you get to some spots you were like uh, because like when you made the game um, a good example uh, I think it was like in week five and I could be wrong I don't have a, I don't have a schedule in front of me right now but I remember uh, I, I, I got to totally warp the greenfield grass huggers and they were a lot of fun to play with um and we'll get into that in a second but and like week five i had them line up against everbold and then that was gary's team that was his big team that he wanted to carry and so at that point it was like uh, as you're playing each other and it's like this is really early and i remember that being kind of an early test and and because you know when i made the schedule uh, we hadn't really picked those favorites yeah well if i remember right the first week was Simply like, let's play a game. Who you want to play? Well, I'll take this team and you take this team. Yeah. And that's where we got Everbold and Orkland. Mm-hmm. And then so the, we just wrote those down. And then eventually it was like, oh, this is going to be a schedule. Who's left? Yeah. And those guys played. So, yeah, I mean. Yeah. But, to, but to the credit, the nice thing was, is pro- so probably right around week two or three, or maybe it was towards the end of the first week, you know, we actually, we had a schedule done. I mean, yeah. we, I had actually put an entire schedule out. So it was kind of nice because then that prevented any sort of, shenanigans down the line was there times that you'd play yourself well that okay i was about to get to that you know how in our our dragonfire blood bully that we have and have now for nine seasons going into the ninth season yeah um you know how when we started it there was only like six of us and i was like oh it's real simple everybody just take two teams well all this playing multiple teams came from this era of blood bowl back when we first got the game okay now what we did when we divided up the league if, and I'm sure, sure Robert remembers this too. We both picked, every one of us picked, like, this is my one main team in the NFC, and this is my one main team in the AFC. Mm-hmm. And then we're in charge of these other 11 teams or so mm-hmm. to, you know, keep up the stats right. and keep up the injuries. But if, like, if I own also the. Um, Orkland Raiders and my Dwarf Giants are going to play them, I'll just ask Robert or Gary or if Sean Wilson was in town mm-hmm. to play that other team and then we'd 
you know. But so you basically got to pick which one you yeah. want to play. Exactly. Okay. Now, the Dwarf Giants never played the old Heim Ogres. Those were my two teams. And yeah. if I remember right, Robert had the Greenfield Grasshuggers mm-hmm. and the Reekland Ra- Reavers. Yeah. Reavers. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. And yeah. Gary's was the Everbold Unicorns and the Chaos All-Stars. Yes. So those were our main teams, and okay. then we had all the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it was just... Might have not even been into week two. We already expanded playoffs because NFL football had wild card games. And so we expanded the playoffs from division winners to the wild card. So the team underneath that division winner also got into the wild card game, no matter what the record was, if that makes sense. Yeah, and so uh, yeah, because I think that's how I think. Because if I I think Orkland got in, and they were like eight and eight or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they they, was it just two two divisions then? No, there was four divisions. There's a central, a northern, an eastern, and western. Yeah. Okay. And, like, yeah, I mean, your top two teams would get in or something. No, like you're, I guess it didn't. wasn't the top two teams. I guess it was the division winners. Because you're right, because yeah. Orkland was the only team that I remember that made the playoffs from their division. And yeah. they were 8-8. Eight and eight. They, Yeah. They had just a plain record. Yeah. But they won their division, so that's how they made it that, in. Yeah. That's exactly how they made it in. Yeah. So, what week was it? That we actually had the Star Players book. Because we did not have the Star yeah. Players book at first. Yeah, we did not have that. And I remember that was almost like second Christmas or something when it <laughs> finally came. Because it was like, oh, what is that? Uh, that is was... it, did you know it was coming? Or you no, saw no. It? no, we were just like in the mall one day. And that was a hobby up, shop purchase. Yeah, that purchase. was a hobby shop purchase, yes. And then I remember look, we looked up. And I don't remember who bought it. And Sean may have been in town, actually. Because Sean had a little bit more money than, than All us. of us put together. Yeah. And so he, he was the divorce kid. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, he, he was I, the kid with the cool Amiga, yes, the cool Commodore, yeah. and everything else. Yeah, he was the kind of guy that... And yeah, Steve's he, grinning because he had all those things. I didn't have the amigo. Okay. Well, see, the cool thing is, like, I remember That's when I first board. was friends with Sean, and I'd known him. I've known him about as long as I've known Scott, and um, and I remember, uh, you know, I went and hung out with Sean one day, and then and his mom took us to to the mall, and and then he's, he get, he gets a transformer, you know, he, mm-hmm. he goes and buys himself a Dinobot, and then he's like, uh-huh. he's like, hey, you want one too? And I'm like. Are you serious? <laughs> you know, and then his mom's like, "Yeah, you can pick one out." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, I'll take slag." You know, oh, my Dinobot. You know, and so it was kind of funny to 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 be able to I, that again shows to ride much, the wave. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To be like, "All right, I got a part of this. I can." I can nice. Do. So when Sean was in town, we all hung over at Sean's. House. I can imagine why. Yeah. yeah. You guys want to go to the arcade? You want to go to the mall for the arcade? What like, else do you need there? Yeah. No, well, I'll just take you into town for the arcade. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Would you guys Aladdin's like pizza for supper? <laughs> Yeah, exactly, <laughs> dude. It was pretty much like that. Yeah, yeah it was good. But Sean was Sean was a really great guy, and I missed the dude too. So, but it, it was too. it was a lot of fun. And uh, but he, yeah, but I think he may have been the one that put up most of the money for the Star Player book. I don't remember for sure. But I think we may have all kind of pulled it together. It was kind of like, oh, we got to. I mean, how much I don't remember how much it cost. I want to yeah. say it was twenty five, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I know. Which is crazy to think because I mean, even if it was twenty back yeah. then, that was a lot. Because half I, the price of the game. Because so. you know those teams, those teams cost like thirty bucks. And yeah. I remember back then thinking they were the most expensive things ever created. Yeah. yeah. And now I wish I'd go back in time <laughs> yeah. and buy all those stu- stinking yeah. teams for 30 bucks. Yeah. Well, like I, I remember Scott, and this is slightly off topic, but I remember at the show at that time, I remember the, the Batman, the Arkham Asylum card cover graphic novel came yeah. out. And I remember Scott making this bold prediction. None of us are going to get that. And then we all three ended up getting it. One of us, one of us would get it. Then one of us would get it for Christmas. And then one of us would get it for a birthday. And we all ended up owning it. And I don't remember saying that. <laughs> I remember you'd be like, none of us are going to get that. I never got that one. Yeah. It was big 20. I wasn't a huge Batman so fan. 
expensive. Yeah. I was like, it thanks was. a lot, DC. You priced me out of that, you jerks. Yeah. And then, what was it, Digital Justice? Yeah, the, the, the Pepe Moreno thing. Animated yeah. one, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he did the Iron Man Crash novel, too. Mm-hmm. thing also, yeah. So Those things would come out like, man, I'm never going to pay that much for a yeah, comic. Exactly. And I was like, uh, oh, so much for that idea. Yep. <laughs> But uh, but yeah but no so we, you know we just we would really get into the idea of just uh, kind of creating our own thing but yeah I don't remember exactly when the star player thing came out there was at least have, one or two weeks play yeah it, at it, least it, one I think week. it, I think it would, had to have been I think it was probably at least five or six weeks in okay it might have been it might have been it might have been around that fifth week because I do seem to think that because whenever we were playing we, we'd gotten a it had shifted a little bit more to this type of game instead of just the, hey, let's figure this out and kind of go with it. And, you know, because we had gotten into star players and things like that relatively early in the season. Okay. So, you no, know, were you guys leveling up and doing the people dying and everything? Yeah, or? exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's okay. like I was joking earlier looking at these old campaign rosters that we'd, we'd, we've dug out a bunch of this stuff that we used to do, and it's like, you know, Eraser Mark, Eraser <laughs> Mark from that guy dying. Well, injuries were so much more brutal back then. Yeah, they really, really. <clears throat> were so uh like i still think it's uh, it's funny to think about because you know you you and it was weird because you know you'd spend time you know and, and i'm sure it's the same thing now but you know you just spend time sometimes working this character and you're building them up and then all of a <laughs> i'm sudden, gonna let you finish then i'm gonna say something <laughs> and then basically watching thanks uh, Kanye. yeah so you know it, it, it's it's frustrating i'm sure so you know. <laughs> what'd you say i said thanks kanye oh <laughs> yo i'm gonna let you finish but go, go ahead go on <laughs> yeah i just did my kanye <laughs> Okay, Robert, you would think that most people would care much, so much about the game that they would do that, but they don't do that. Oh. Don't yell. <laughs> there's some of us who do that, but there's some people that just go to tournaments, and I look down, and I'm excited to play them, mm-hmm. and their roster's blank. Nice. And it's like, really? Yeah. I can understand it for a tournament. Well, I named everybody after pizza. Pepperoni. This is sausage. Yeah. yeah okay. And that might be some more creative names. Yeah. But actually, for every one guy that there's like that, yeah. there's usually two guys that do care about sure. their team and name them. So yeah. well, you that's know. the good thing. But you would, th- but see, even back then, it was my point is that it was a sports role playing game. Mm-hmm. We didn't realize it was a sports role playing game, but it really was a sports role playing yeah. game to us mm-hmm. because we would rack our brains. For the dumbest, I look back at these names and they're so dumb. But yeah. <laughs> we would rack our brains over them, you know. Yeah, and and the thing is also is it would be so much fun to just just have this. Like one of my favorite ones that I ever did, and this is and it's stupid as all get out. But we had a goblin. And and I named him Rebel Crunch, and yeah. and I and I created this whole backstory about him that he had that he had his own cereal, and that that whenever you played the home games, his fans after he after he'd do a play, they'd throw his cereal on the field, <laughs> and so I remember playing Gary once, and he's like, it's just a normal goblin, <laughs> and then I like then I like roll the dice, and I knock down one of his blitzers, and I'm like, and the fans throw the, <laughs> and he just looked like he wanted to punch me right then. Uh, Rebel Crunch still lives on in our green all-star team. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> but, yeah, but he was uh, – and that's the thing. You know, we'd kind of create this stuff. And sometimes it'd be so lo- stupid. And yeah. For every every funny one, there was something that just obviously didn't take and just disappeared into the nether regions, and we've never remembered it whatsoever. That's definitely know. the fun part of it. Yeah. So, but it was, it was a lot It was a lot of fun to do that. So, yeah. So we had the Star Player book, and that obviously changed the whole game up. And mm. – this began the you process. thought it applied to everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Matter of fact, I remember, like, we got to start recreating teams. So yeah. we, like, pulled out the... Luckily, Robert's mom, 
she probably stole it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. She always had paper. Yeah. So if there was free printer paper or whatever, maybe they were getting rid of it. I don't know. Yeah. There was always stacks of paper at his house that she'd bring home, which was great because we drew all the time. Mm-hmm. Thank God for her because if we didn't have it, I, we'd have gone through notepads and everything <laughs> else. And really, my whole life, I, if I needed plain white paper, I'd go to Robert's house and grab a stack and go home with it. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah it's, it's weird because she worked at computers and they were always, you know, they'd get a new computer system in and they'd have just boxes of printer paper that mm-hmm. no longer. You know, the kind with the old little perforated things. And yeah. You just rip those perforations off and you got drawing paper, you know. So, <laughs> and, and, you know, because they, so, they would always upgrade to something else. So, yeah, so we, we pulled out the paper, wrote down the roster, and then, like, all right, first guy, okay. Mm-hmm. Rolled the dice. Oh, he gets five skills. Yeah. Next guy. He gets two skills. Oh, this guy sucks. He only has two skills. Yeah. Now, were you calculating team values, or was there inducements? Or did any not, of that that I, not that I I don't remember that. inducements. So none this, of that mattered. I don't honestly remember inducements at all in this incarnation of the game. Yeah, I don't remember So, like, if either. the okay. Reekland Reavers played the Hobgoblin team, it was just supposed to be a slaughter because the one team was better than okay. the other. Mm-hmm. Um Makes sense. And mm-hmm. just I, I flipped through the books just not too long ago, and I still don't remember. I don't see anything that talks about it. Yeah. Um, there really wasn't even money yeah, in the yeah, Star Players no, book. Yeah, the money was... stuff didn't come in until the campaign book, believe it or not. Yeah. Makes and sense. And so we yeah. had the Star That's Player book. book. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we so we rolled up all these guys with skills, you know, and mm-hmm. some guy's like, oh, this guy's seven skills, and, like, he's mega awesome, and, you know, and... Now, were you picking skills, or were they random? No, they were random, and that's mm-hmm. another thing. That's, you know, we talk constantly on the podcast about how our league is random skills. Yeah. You know, we we write six down, and we roll a dice. Well, that's very similar to how second edition was. It had a chart. Mm-hmm. You, you'd roll your skill. It would come from this category. You'd roll it, your two dice again, and a lot of things were off the, like, a 66 chart. Right. So you yeah. roll a D6 for the tens place and a D6 for the other place. And so, you know, you could get all these crazy skills. You could get, you know, a, he's a spellcaster, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. strength plus one, stuff like that. And we didn't cap stuff like, from what I remember, we didn't cap strength plus ones. No. Or if we did, it was, I guess it was a max of two. Yeah, or something like that. I don't remember I, anybody maybe, having, doing just I know we didn't at first because I remember going back to saying, you know, because I, I know I rolled a guy that had like a bunch of strength plus ones and that seemed really ridiculous. This guy was like the strongest guy in the league. <laughs> so we had to go back. But we probably remade our teams, like Robert was saying earlier. Mm-hmm. Four times? Yeah, probably. Over at least the, three. Yeah, and at least Every over the course of, of the season. Yeah, it was at least three times. Now, you would you, know, you would, you would, try to maintain some of your favorite players and stuff. And uh, and being kind of where we were, it wasn't like we usually would bring back a player, per se. It's like yeah. if a guy died, you know, you kind of left him to be dead. Right. You didn't, you didn't bring but him back. But I know for sure we started all the teams. Mm-hmm. We redid all the teams with star players. We redid a, a lot of the teams when the campaign book came, came out, out yeah. to get all those rules back in. So players went from having five skills back to zero skills yeah. <laughs> a little bit. So it, <laughs> our season was kind of messed up, but it was kind of messed up for everybody. So yeah. as long as it's equal, yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, is what was so fun about it. And like I'm looking at the kind of this uh, this this Reekland Reavers. Is that one. from season one? Yeah, this is. Wow, that's and, probably one of the only ones left. 
and the thing about it is, is what I look at it is, is I realize that, you know, probably somewhere around week three or four is probably when we got the Star Players book. Because, uh, you know, it's going along, Reekland's just thumping everybody, and then all of a sudden, then it's like, they, they took a fair amount of injuries in week four, and like had four guys injured, and then I played the West Side Werewolves the next week, and that was my first loss, you know. And, because and, we didn't even have werewolves until Star yeah. Player book came out. Right, so, they seemed pretty yeah, overpowered yeah. at first. And the first, yeah, first they were like, how the heck do you keep up? with these guys they're going to win the whole league and then you start to figure out and you start then then a certain level of strategy comes in and you start figuring it out but it was um you know and then and then obviously then losing a two weeks later to the blue and berserkers and going okay you know and obviously those are norse and the norse again were another one of those things that you were kind of hard to figure out how to play against at first and 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 then let's not even get into the nurgles <laughs> nurgles until we get a little later but okay so What's next? I mean, so everybody became star players. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of fun with that. You know, it's made some of our legendary guys and stuff. But, I mean, I don't... Sears Mayfeather, yeah. who has been kind of re... He's like the only player that's like remained through our first... Our incarnations of the league and into our Dragonfire Blood Bowl League. He never was a guy that had like... AG plus one, AG plus two. Back then, catchers had AG four. Okay. And you tackled or you blocked based Mm -hmm. off of, you compared strengths. So, therefore, an ogre with six strength who's hitting a halfling with two strength would get a plus four on the block dice table. Okay. And if you rolled anything like a 10 plus the four equals a 12, that Mm -hmm. guy's automatically injured. It's that cruel of an injury thing. Uh, So you can see how these things are. And tackling was just the opposite, but on the AG side of things. Okay. So actually, halflings, once they got the ball, and their catchers had AG5, were very hard for dwarves to tackle because they had an AG of two. Yeah. (laughs) So you were were throwing dice with a minus three. Hmm. (laughs) So if you got guys with like an AG, like a catcher with AG plus two, and dodge, because dodge would also add to that, they basically had seven agility and made Mm -hmm. them hard to catch or, you know, tackle. So there was a lot of times where games would be like, whoever got the kickoff usually was the guy who won because both teams had this high edge guy Mm. going back because nobody could tackle him. Uh, but Sears Mayfeather, who's made it through all incarnations of our Dragonfire League and the old Blood Bowl League that we did, he was a catcher who had like some goofy skills. I think were luck, which is like pronoun, yeah, and, and, except and, luck yeah. was individual rerolls for mm-hmm. that player only. He had dodge. Yeah, he had like a catch skill. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was very, very plain. Yeah, but for some reason that guy had game. Yeah, he was always able to. Do he was always things. like an incarnation of like a great player, and yeah. we see that sometimes in our league too now, where some guy has crappy skills or something. But like, it's like this guy can't be stopped. Scott has, he just got a skeleton, who just keeps getting MVPs and touchdowns and casualties. <laughs> He's like a beast for no reason, just a random skeleton on his. Uh, some guys have that. That's team. why you got to give him a cool name, man. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what's the next step you want to take on um, this? I know we just talked about Sears a little bit. Campaign book? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, some other things we did add to mm-hmm. our league is I remember at one point, I don't remember them ever being like a fans thing 
for this incarnation of Blood Bowl. Mm-hmm. And what I say I don't remember is just because I don't want somebody out there who has a great memory of this mm-hmm. because they bought it maybe when they were an adult or 30 and they mm-hmm. still play. Yeah. And they say we're wrong because I just really don't remember rolling mm-hmm. Fan Factor or anything like that. Do uh, you? I think I, I seem to remember doing Weather later. Uh, well, that came the with the, the campaign se- book. Yeah. And, and then I think fans maybe came with the campaign book. Yeah. But I know early on they didn't because we made up some stuff. Yeah. We even made up stuff like because we read that pretty much did you knows allowed us to like do whatever we want mm-hmm. oh it says right here that this guy had a half o- half orc mm-hmm. well so midheim should have a half orc no they're they're chaos human mm-hmm. well it says right here they had one yeah you so know at some that, point and that, that like ruined our Everbold unicorns thing because we read about some guy named forestial gold hoof and it was like man that sounds like an elf name and like well, they can't be elves they're never gonna be elves and, <laughs> you know so we had all this crap no but, not them but the did you knows really allowed us to like kind of get creative and we heard stuff about sponsors so we just started making up sponsors for our team for yeah. no, no really good reason and then yeah later when the campaign book came out and there was money involved we said like sponsors gave us like extra money so of course we just made up random sponsors oh, I'm gonna have some sponsors get some money but when the campaign book came out, we learned how to do star players more correctly. We learned uh, a lot of things more correctly. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, I think it's also because the game learned how to do it. You were playing it correctly, but there were flaws in the game, which they understood. And that's why the campaign book came out. Well, I have a lot of great, them. great, great memories of this game, yeah. but... The current version of Blood Bowl is so much better. Yeah, <laughs> but great memories Seems of this game. <laughs> Do you remember that we come up with little chants and stuff because, like, we read that the lustier croakers had a chance, mm-hmm. and so we come up with goofy chants and we'd fight amongst each other. Like, well, basically, me and Gary fought. You know? <laughs> uh, just like the old days. Yeah. Well, the, thing, the thing that I thought was funny is that that I, that I really, really, uh, and also you would get these because we again we were unfamiliar with uh, with Warhammer really for yeah. when we were starting. So you'd read certain things about it and you just know, oh well, it's kind of this that happened and kind of this happened. But you would look at stuff and you'd be like, oh okay. And then you and I remember when you first heard a slan, it's like, what are these slan guys? Yeah. Because there was not a slan race or a team, and, and but we'd read through some of a, a do you know or something else about them and then so we knew they kind of existed so again it enabled us to kind of create our own little things about them and when they finally did so it was kind of neat to be able to do stuff like i don't remember where i saw that at it could have easily been just a but i remember we you there were certain things that you would pick up and you'd be like okay well i remember then when the star player book came out i had the slam stats yeah and then we got it wasn't too much longer that we were playing this that we got talked into the warhammer role-playing game and we the guy sold it to us basically is like, you know how in D&D you can't hold up, a, a wizard can't hold a sword? Well, that doesn't matter in Warhammer. <laughs> There's, the guy can be a spellcaster and have a sword. We're like, oh, that sounds awesome, man. We'll <laughs> buy it. And then we, like, we're reading about how the slan, you know. You guys are easily talked into stuff, apparently. No, we didn't have that much, but that, yeah, we got the hard sell on that one. So, um, <laughs> But in the Warhammer book, in the history of like that old world, yeah. it talks about how the slan came from the skies, and they were the gatekeepers and all this stuff, and they were left here. And so we actually role-played Warhammer, where like, hey, you go into town, uh, there's a game going on. <laughs> and there would be Blood Bowl games going on in our Warhammer universe cool. as well. Yeah. So we incorporated that, and then, we, of course, we found out more about the slant and other th- things like that. You know, oh, they're really aliens, not little hoppy guys and yeah. stuff like that. But mm-hmm. 
lot of uh, fun things there. Um, I always thought it'd be cool to do a campaign in the universe about old Blood Bowl players or something. Like follow the old mm-hmm. Blood Bowl players around? Yeah. Or maybe use like players from our current teams and if they find something useful we can bring it into the team. Or... I don't know. There's just a lot of ways to play with all that. Mm-hmm. So, Robert, do you actually just reminiscing here? Do you remember the thirteen teams you had? <sighs> well, I remember. Um, I mean, if, we, if I gave you a list, could you think? probably? I could remember most of them, probably. So, I mean, you know, that's. The I'm thing. just curious if you can go go off by your head. Yeah. Well, and then I want to talk to you about the Greenfield Grasshoppers. Yeah. yeah. So, Greenfield Grasshoppers was my was my NFC team. That was my main team there. And then the Reekland Reavers was my other team there that I remember. And then um, I remember I had one of the Goblin teams, and I don't remember which one it was. I remember it was either Evil Gits or the Lowdown Rats or, or, or maybe it was Underworld Creepers. It was one of those teams. You, know, cause you we, definitely had Underworld Creepers. Yeah, so I think because yeah, I, I think I, th- I thought that was the one there. And then, um, you know, I remember having the Cleveland Crescents, you know, and, <laughs> and, and I think I may have ended up with the Blue Bay Crammers, yep, too. I believe, so, I believe you did, you too. Know. And then um, – and uh, I believe, well, no, I think you ended up with World's Edge Wanderers, didn't you? Uh, uh, I may have had Albion. I can't remember for sure on maybe. that one. Um, yeah, you had Albion Wanderers. I had the World's yeah. Edge Wanderers. So yeah, and then um, so in the original forty, there's two teams named Wanderers. Wanderers yeah, the World's Edge Wanderers were as a dwarf team. Yeah, and the other Albion Wanderers was actually a team. In these old rule books, you know, you had these little teams like couple of colored pages and they they like showcase three teams mm-hmm. and Albion is one of the teams in here somewhere yeah. yeah which is you know and that's a lot of you know when we seen that there was 40 teams you had some clue at what some teams were oh champions of death or skeletons because there's a little picture mm-hmm. but some teams we just had to kind of like do our best guessing or it was like arctic crag spiders like okay i assume they're norse because yeah. of arctic arctic yeah i mean yeah, but you know, it we could be. Yeah, we weren't one hundred percent sure, mm-hmm. and like, um, so we had to go by did you knows. Mm-hmm. There was every now and then in some of these books too, they would show the miniatures painted, and it would be like, "This is a Brunder Grimjack." Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it looked like a human model. So you go, "I think they're human," you know, <laughs> and but there's a lot of stuff now that says they were necromantic. Believe it or okay, not. Okay, wow, no. and that's how it is on like Laura Nuffle is they're considered necromantic, but back then, you know, with those pictures of them, they look mm-hmm. like they're human. Um, and then we had to we we bought a lot of white dwarfs once yeah. we started playing Blood Bowl, even for just to look at the little painted miniatures. Yeah, and sometimes it would be a little article, a, a two page article, and you're spending five, yeah. five bucks for the magazine. Yeah. And you're like, oh, but I'll get it just so I can have this, so I can learn this little nugget about. Yeah, but they had a lot of drawings and stuff in there yeah. too. Yeah, they the did. was always so. fabulous. But every time a white dwarf came out, we added those rules to it. Oh, I'm gonna get a chainsaw because oh, we yeah. can. Yeah, and the and chainsaw. Tell you something, there was nothing better in the old world in second edition than halfling chainsaw wielders. Yep. Because it went AG versus AG. Oh, okay. How, how well can you dodge it, fat boy? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I get a plus two with my <laughs> halfling chainsaw-wielding linemen. Yes, yeah. They, uh, the Arctic uh, or Blue Bay, I think, had some one of those guys on there. And then I think I might have took the Dark Side Cowboys, too, obviously being a Dallas Cowboys fan. Yeah, I think you had them. So, you know, and so there was, uh, there was some of that there. And then Robert uh, had the Bright Crusaders. Crusaders yes. I remember that because he mm-hmm. named everybody after, like, a combination of, mm-hmm. like, a biblical name. 
like a Noah Ark builder. Yeah, the Noah <laughs> yeah. Ark builder, and then and the and the best part was is is we would have this uh, when we do the kickoff. I'd like have them go out here and basically create this ninety degree angle. It's like a wall where they would have they'd, they'd go to the sideline and then have that. And I called it the righteous angle, and it was funny. It was totally as a joke to start it off, but it worked so perfectly that I would put a blitzer on that corner, and what I would do is I'd let everybody kind of stuff that area, and then he would create the hole, and then the runner would run behind this wall, and and then whenever an opening happened, he would just slide through and would go right there. And usually that <laughs> corner point where that blitzer would either force it, push one guy one way or knock a guy down yeah. or, or whatever. And and it worked like a charm the first time I, <laughs> I did it ever. So I, so then I pretty much did it every time. But I stuck true to the one of the do you knows and I refused to cheat with them. Yeah. They, they wouldn't hit anybody when they're down, no prone blocking or anything like that. And uh, and that eventually came back to bite me pretty good when it was all said and done. They had about – and it was right after we had gone through like an incarnation where we had recreated the team a little bit. Mm-hmm. So they kind of got a, a fresh playing field. And so they actually were pretty good for that first – they had, so they had a really good run for about two or three weeks, and then <laughs> then uh, then then injuries started catching up to them. To and, yeah, and then they got, <laughs> I think I got you know, just really flat out killed by um, by like chaos or somebody just just oh man mangled them. Yeah, and it was like okay, that was fun while it lasted. <laughs> so. But but it was a lot of fun to, to to do that, you know. So yeah, Solomon was one of the guys that I had. Lazarus was one of the guys that I had. <laughs> I got the thing right here now. So you know, so you would have all these get different guys. Just a Noah Ark builder. Yeah, there he is. And so kind of fun. So to just do those those sort of things there. It's Dave Stone Thrower. So. <laughs> <laughs> Golly, I forgot about. That. <laughs> So yeah, so it's definitely kind of crazy to, when you think about that. Peter Nate, the Rock, yeah, Jonah Whale Rider. So nice. yeah, there you go. So. Hey, good names. Yeah, so they were they so were, we were role playing right back then. <laughs> yeah, so, so I'm trying to look at the teams I had, and I don't remember. I had the Dwarf Giants for sure. Mm-hmm. I know I had. I see what what is the South Storm Squids we. To this day, I don't think even Robert knows what we had them as. Yeah. I think we had them as Norse, but I don't know. I would assume human, but it's just because of yeah. the default's always human. It's actually a really cool name. But yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I had Orkland Raiders. They sound sure. piratey. I had the World's Edge Wanderers for sure. I think I had Athlorn Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about Blushin Berserkers. Yeah. I had... Either the Ice Castle Wolves or the Arctic Crag Spiders, but they yeah. weren't very good. And I had the Old Time Ogres, for yeah. sure. And I had Brunder Grimjacks, for sure, because our little chant was, yeah. We are the Brinder Grimjacks. We are the Brinder Grimjacks. We are the Brinder Grimjacks. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. And that would make Gary so mad. <laughs> yeah, Especially when we did a good play. We are the Brinder Grimjacks. Ho, ho, ho. Really? That's your chant? That's stupid. <laughs> no, that is, man. That's yeah. what we are. And that would be one of the things that you could occasionally do. You could uh, you could get under somebody's skin by just really just doing And I'm sure plenty of people do it nowadays. Yeah. They'll do little things to get under your skin. But it was pretty funny to be able to do just, just that, that like now. Rebel Crunch. You know, it was obviously. That doesn't do it on purpose. Yeah. yeah. And probably one of, <laughs> probably one of my. <laughs> probably one of my. Congratulations favorite. on winning. 
Well, one of my favorite goblin things that I ever came up with was is you know also unlike you know we were we were really obviously into football both yeah. Scott and I played and Gary played some too and so and we watched a lot of football NFL is where it's at. You gonna so. talk about Kiki Woods? I am. Yes. All right, good because that's on my yeah. sheets. <laughs> yes. So uh, we had we had well, you know at the time Cincinnati had a running back named Icky Woods. Some, mm-hmm. some people will remember him and he was really successful. They went to the Super Bowl and he would do the Icky Shuffle. So uh, one night I'm sitting around and I create this goblin and I name him Kiki Woods and he's he's my goblin kicker and we're sitting there playing along and so of course you know he does the kicky shuffle and mm-hmm. all these other little things like that and it's annoying as hell and <laughs> then finally gary gary hits him and goes bam and knocks him down and he's like all right he's like he's like he's he's hurt you know and i'm like no he's not and i said kickers have have a av and he's like oh okay and then he just kind of goes on and then about three <laughs> turns pass and he goes goblins can't be kickers <laughs> <laughs> I created this whole class, <laughs> and so and he didn't question it in time. <laughs> well, it was there really wasn't a goblin kicker, and there was sometimes that seems like there should be if every other team had one. Well, yeah, exactly. there there wasn't at the definitely not at the time, and there was not really a commissioner of our league, even though Gary owned the league. So there was like commissioner by committee, and sometimes you know like. Hey, I'm going to come over to your house. My dad's going to drop me off to pick up the Blood Bowl stuff because I'm going over Roberts for three days or mm-hmm. whatever you know, during the summers and stuff. So that's how this thing traveled around all our houses. And, you know, if me and Robert were together, and I, re- I remember sitting in Robert's room going, like, I'm going to name him Kiki Woods. And I was like, oh, I, got, I just got that little snotling model goblin thing with mm-hmm. the guy kicking. You can use him. And he's like, okay, cool. And I was like, just make him a kicker. And Robert's like, well, there's no kickers. And I was like, who cares? It's one guy, <laughs> you know. Just give him kicker stats like yeah. all the other guys, and so he just became a kicker. <laughs> so the, the, the one and only goblin kicker. So. <laughs> Kiki Wood still lives in yep. on, awesome. on the awesome. Green, green All Stars. <laughs> so yeah, the goblins were a lot of the fun ones. I mean, you know, just because you come too up bad. with yeah, you just always get to come up with weird names. Like one of my favorite ones I ever came up with, Mold Rot Beautiful. I mean, you know, he's I just love that name, and he just it was just you know it just sums up the the idea of what they do. And so yeah. you know, it was just I always love that, and they're and they're still the fun ones. Every so often, Scott will give me a call and be like, Hey, you got, you got any names? Uh, I got the, like, I want to do this team kind of like this, and it'll give me a little bit of a concept. And I'll be like, Okay, let me think about it. And then I'll <laughs> well, my uh, underworld or my underworld team, yeah, uh, the Hell Pit Scorpions. I told them the whole concept behind it. I was like, I want you to name the players, and so like. Week goes past, and all of a sudden I get all these names coming in. You know, here's Randall Cheddarham, and here's you know this guy, McVick Dog Killer. Yes, that's <laughs> and a great all name. Stuff. And yeah. when I ran out of names, I was like, "Hey, Rob, I need some names." And the funny thing was, when he sent me names, he's like, "Those were meant to be Skaven, or or vice versa." Yeah. But I was like, "Eh, oh well." Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, and, and that's you know, and I, that was always one of my favorite parts was kind of creating that. Yeah. And then you kind of create a whole backstory, and you know, and, and in some cases, obviously, you just create, you're just throwing names out there. And sometimes it's funny to see some of the guys that, like, I'm looking at a thing here. I got a guy named Sam Craman. Wow, there's a, there's a great <laughs> name there. <laughs> so, you always have to have some. Yeah, there's always going to be that one guy that's not, you know. And then you know, and then we tried to get through and do do, do trades and everything else, and you know. So it's kind of funny how that goes sometimes. You yeah, know, you just you would come up with different things. Well, it was like on my Norse team, mm-hmm. I named everybody by strict Norse standards. You know, mm-hmm. with uh, old Norse names, and then the last name is a Norse name, son. You know, that type of mm-hmm. naming convention. And then I I bought a guy and I forgot to name him, and I, Scott's like, "Just give me a damn name." I go, "Ted." His name's Ted. <laughs> 
So I had everybody else, and I had Ted, mm-hmm. the Norse nice. guy. And then he proceeded to get an MVP and a skill <laughs> and a stat up. And it's like, okay, Ted, you're one of the star players. I don't know where you came from, but you're awesome. Yeah, and, and and that's part of the joy of it all, and that's part of what makes it so much fun, I think. is whenever well, you, it gives you purpose to care about players and yeah. stuff. And create different stuff and just really, really – you know, just run with it, you know, and I think that's kind of fun there. And then you just have, and then it's funny how some of the guys stay, you know, and then, and I I think I mentioned a little bit about this at one point, you know, the other thing is, is, you know, I took, I I took a lot of history and I was a big history guy whenever I was in, in uh, high school and then on into thing. And so some of the funny stuff, the thing, uh, sorry. Yeah. High high school, college. college, Yes. College, the thing. Yeah. College graduate there using describing college as a thing. So nice. Anyway. um, uh, So, but so you go through these classes and then you start to learn little things and particularly when you take European history and you start to see some of these things that these guys created and they do all these things here and there. And I think it's kind of fascinating that, uh, because, you know, like we call them the Reekland Reavers and, at first, you know, you kind of suspected maybe it has something to do with the Third Reich or <laughs> yeah. Reichland Reavers, German. Uh, and you see all the German names and stuff, and you just kind of figure it out. But, you know, but you still just kind of have fun with it and go with Reichland. Gregor you know? Mendelssohn. Yeah, exactly. And so it's fun to go with that. But, like, one of the things that I always think is funny, you know, you got uh, Blueken's Berserkers, you know, and all that. And 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 I was mentioning something about this before, that there there was, uh, in the Napoleonic Wars, there's this guy who was, uh, who was called Blucher, and he was fighting. Uh, see, I would have never known that, and it maybe. I might have cared then if yeah. that was the case. The yeah. only Blucher I know is Frau Blucher yeah. from Young Frankenstein. Okay. And see, who knows? Maybe they made a play off of that. But there's Just a guy named Blucher and what it was. And I remember it was funny because, and, and I don't know if this is true. This is this is what I was taught, though. And I had, a, I had a history teacher that was like, that this guy was like a really good tactician. And I believe he was like Prussian or something like that. And he okay. was fighting along with Lord Wellington against Napoleon. And they're going through these things. And then, um, and then Blucher's army got like it's lost in the forest. And then they're trying to make their way there and they managed to make it there literally at almost like the last minute and they managed to turn the battle and because then suddenly napoleon has to divide his forces and blah 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 and then wellington wins but um but it's funny to think about that and this guy was supposed to be like you know an old weird crotchety geezer who believed he was pregnant with elephants so again that kind of makes you just go this whole sort of i felt that way before That is awesome. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know. I wonder what you did the night before that makes you think you're pregnant with elephants. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good size thing. king. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but it was things like that that I thought were really, really cool. And there's, yeah. and there's those the little things in there that obviously somebody has to, you well, know. Well, I'm sure. I mean, the developers have to find inspiration somewhere. Mm-hmm. And they probably do a lot of mi- you know, miniature war gaming. Yeah. So therefore, true. you know a lot of the history of the battles and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Well, we know like Dark Side Cowboys, that. Jervis yeah. Johnson, when he came here to actually, he played, I guess, in one, one and only Chaos Cup. Yeah. He played the Dark Side Cowboys. Yeah. I mean, that was his team. And like one of the guys from one of the other podcasts said that, you know how we're used to playing with mm-hmm. these teams? So many people, like Steve, was like, why did you even do that? And I was like, we just thought you had to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the guy from the other podcast, Johnny, he was saying, like, you know, Dark Side Cowboys. I was just like you. Dark Side Cowboys was my team. He goes, but when I saw Jervis playing him, I felt wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, I never played a team from the book again. I always met my own team. Yeah. And that kind of makes some sense. But when we were in junior high, you just. Yeah. Well, of course, you know, you guys buying it and the teams are already there, then, yeah, I understand you yeah, guys latching on and just play. Yeah. But when you created the league, you're like, 
well, you can either pick an old team or you can create your own. And I'm like, well, why the hell would I pick an old team? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to create my own. So that's all I've ever done. Yeah. And I think I really don't know what that was. I think it's just us just kind of going, okay. Well, I think here, it's just because just, you, it yeah. was there. Yeah. You, when you buy a game, you expect to play the game as it tells you to play it. Mm-hmm. That's true. You don't think unless, you know, and probably wasn't even until the campaign book that they're like, here, create your own team. Use these rules, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and and then you would have fun with it all and, and, and come up with different odds. And well, ends. even these handbooks came with so many, like, profiles of teams. I mean, here's one for the Dwarf Warhammerers. Yeah. Which, I swear to God, I never called them the Dwarf Warhammer. Yeah, just they were hammers. always the dwarf warhammers to me. Yeah. Do you remember them that <laughs> yeah, way too? I do. Okay, exactly. so I guess it was all of us just called them the dwarf warhammers. Yeah, I mean, is, is that, sounds are better. They called the warhammers on the on that sheet there. Yes, they are. Wow. And I swear, I would have bet a finger on before I saw these books. Yeah. it was never written that way. Yeah, until no. I bought these books and relooked them, I was like. Really? What were they called that way? Or is this an English version? Or what is this? <laughs> you could have had a finger. Uh, you could have had another finger. Yep. Mm-hmm. Go through collections. I know. The first boy finger for you. It's true. Very true. <laughs> so, before we take a break on, on kind of all this nostalgia and stuff, I, I want to kind of make it through at least our first inaugural season and then go from going to the other things of Dungeon Bowl and all the other types of seasons we tried to have. Mm-hmm. Um so let's talk about the Nurgle Rotter controversy. <laughs> so, well, the funny thing about that was, is uh, Sean would come in, and then it's, and, it, and it was perfect when Sean came in because then everybody could get like ten teams or something. But the mm-hmm. problem was Sean would always he, he he would come, you know, and then he would move go back to Ardmore, which is like about an hour and a half, two hours, you know. Yeah, right. So, come in for yeah, a weekend. Come in for a weekend or and a week. Play a bunch and play stuff. Yeah, and so. Uh, he he latched on to when and it was probably like the third time we'd kind of built the team. We'd had the Nurgles Marauders, and and then uh, as he, and then this is when you had the pestilence thing. You know, you yeah. make guys sick, guys have to make saving rolls. Yeah, because we read that yeah. like did you knows, and then the little description of the team that like oh they're known to just wipe out teams with ease if they show up to the games. Yeah. And I don't know who came across it, but obviously I wasn't in the room. But somebody, I wasn't part of the uh, commissioner by committee that night. <laughs> what was the deal? They came up with something where you rolled a five or six and you got I, sick? I think it was a six that you would to avoid it. And you, but, you know, it was a, I think it was a six. Six, you got sick and you were, and you were, ah, and you were. So every time you took a game? block, every yeah. time you took a block, you yeah. rolled. On a six, you got it. Yeah. And so, okay. So here's where. Okay, number one, Sean became a lawyer in real life. <laughs> yeah. So here's where the law. This is probably the first time True that I've encountered lawyer. rules lawyering. Yeah. Okay. Sean came up with the thing of like, well, if I'm sick and I know it, why wouldn't I just touch everybody? Mm-hmm. So then that what? that made it through somehow, where he would go, I'm I'm gonna go up. <laughs> I'm not lying, dude. I can't believe we. I can't believe we would let it stand. But Sean would run a guy up, touch this guy on the line, touch this guy on the line, touch this guy on the line, touch this guy on the line. Yeah, there I'm no not th- throwing blocks. Yeah, I'm yeah. just touching them. Yeah, because there, no so tack- there was no tackle zones. Him playing Nurgle would just walk up to people and make them sick. Well, he, then he you, would you touch roll him. against it, and then you'd have to roll against it. He'd be like, I'm going to touch this guy, this guy, and this guy. See, this is where I wish Gary was here, but he probably does not remember it, but he oh, had to approve of this. There's no way. So... It would devastate teams. Yeah. I'm a touch, 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 touch. Really? Touch, 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 touch. Dang but, it. 
But then the irony is, you know, so and and this and this was like probably really late in the season, like like yeah. week fourteen or fifteen, and so Nurgle suddenly becomes a juggernaut, you know, that is just wiping teams out, and so and so they get in the playoffs, and then like the first round, they just they just annihilate whoever they played, and I and I think it might have been one of Scott's teams. I think he was pretty pissed about I it. I can imagine. And, yeah, and so so he wins that one, and we and we just kind of go on about things, and then we're then we're then I'm it looking. was my team because in week thirteen I was the first team to clinch a playoff spot yeah. with the Dwarf Giants. Yes. And I got to play the Nurgle Rodders in the playoffs, and I was pissed. Yes. Because <laughs> they barely made it in through wild card games. Yeah, the wild card, yes. I don't even – I can't remember. How, how did that get solved? Well, basically the irony was is that this lawyer ended up having his own thing come against it because he had two large monsters on his team. <laughs> Problem is he filled out his roster to sixteen. So it was kind of like uh, oh. you won that game illegally. You know, those, those large That's monsters right. are worth two guys, yeah. and so his team got disqualified, and wow. the other team, and and then, but then, but then the problem with it was <laughs> it was like pro wrestling, where like <laughs> they had come up with a tournament, and they don't want Undertaker and Kane to like win it because they should, but somehow they both get counted out of the ring right. at the same yeah. time. Yes, yeah, that's exact. I'm glad you remember that yeah, because so. I think I. I might have been the guy pilfering over his roster, and I was like, this is bull crap, because big guys counted for two players back then. So were you still considered out then? Or did yes, you I was. T- that, uh, that's why it's like a weird pro wrestling deal, sure, yeah. is I was still out, but he was out too. Yeah, he was out, and, 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 and so some team got, got like the bye the next week. I don't remember who they were wow. supposed to play, but somebody got the bye into moving I'm pretty, on. Like that, I'm uh, pretty sure it was dog. the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, huh? he was like Junkyard Dog. Yeah, in that, in that, in that <laughs> yeah. Term, we watched an old WWE classic. <laughs> I think it was like their second pay per view after mm-hmm. WrestleMania won. Junkyard Dog won this tournament and stuff, but through kind of means like that. Yeah, um, but he's not the true champion. He had to fight face one less team. Yes. <laughs> exactly. That's all that how it so is. yeah, the Neural Waters thing were a complete cluster because when Sean came into town, they became really good. When Sean left, they weren't so good. <laughs> and, I mean, just made up these things that, yeah, I can go touch people and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, let's take a step back. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk another about one of your teams. Yes. Because I kind of had just plain Jane teams. You know, I, I ran the Dwarves. I ran the Ogres. I guess we can talk about that real quick. Somebody, <laughs> and I've talked about this on the podcast in the past, who made up the original Ogre team roster? And gave them Skaven and not <laughs> Goblins. Do you remember? Was God, it you? Was it that. Gary? Was I don't it think Sean? it was me. I think it was Gary. I don't know though. I because I, I that was kind of one of those teams I didn't really pay attention to. And the irony was, you know, they had one in the lead the whole thing when it was uh, when we were done. I think if I remember, they yeah, we'll they talk were, about they that were in the say, final. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and and it was just one of those things that they were just team were kind of like, you know, and then, <laughs> then 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 you get further along and through the iterations, like I said, they become better, and then suddenly they're oh, ogres are badasses. This is not. Super Super bash and super fast. Yeah. So. yeah. So yeah, the ogre team with Skaven were just amazing. Yeah, they were. They were. It, it was funny to see how you could. Eh. Who, whoever did that, thank you. Because yeah. <laughs> it wasn't me. I, I don't know if somebody read a name wrong and thought that yeah. sounds like a Skaven name, but yeah. it wasn't. Yeah, and that might have been a Sean thing. It's possible. I mean, it, it's know. definitely. Yeah. It could have been because he could kind of justify like, well, why couldn't they switch races? Yeah. Okay, why not? Well, because well, you know, obviously I kind of did that. So you know. So well, we kind of. To be fair, yeah. he was a friend of ours who came in not too often, and so we kind of catered a little bit to him because one, we got Cause spoiled. He bribed you? 
Well, no, we got spoiled at his house. Right. And when you see a friend, you know, once every two months, you kind of want to make him happy and just go with the flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you want, and you want the thing, and and you know, and and you want the thing to, you know. I, and I don't want to paint him as just some little rich kid. Just hey, you know, nah, and everybody's know. like, yeah, we're all that. No, dogs. he wasn't that. But he was. Really he wasn't like me. that at all. He no. was very, very cool. And it was also he. He would come in and then you know, and you, you know, but you want him to be able to be able to jump on and be able to and participate yeah. and do those things. There, that guy so. left his Amiga at my house for like between trips before yeah, so, so yeah it was pretty crazy he's the, he wasn't that he wasn't spoiled but he's um, not your friend now so well we've lost track of him over yeah, the years actually, i mean yeah. every one of us has yeah I, I tried to keep up with him a little while ago i ran into his younger brother one time and then I he, younger brother yeah and then he, yeah he gave me his number and hmm. uh and i and i tried reaching him and i guess last i heard he was down in austin somewhere or something and i, I called the number and left a message but didn't get a response <laughs> back so yeah. you know it happens. Happens. yeah he works with kent now <laughs> He might work with Kent. That'd be funny. Um, somehow, we had the Greenfield Grasshuggers, and yeah. the Star Player book came out, and they had treatment <laughs> at first. Mm-hmm. How, how did we justify that it was okay that they could get an ogre? Do you actually remember? I do not remember exactly how we justified that it was okay. I remember I said, well, I'm going to get these two ogres on here. Well, and I know it says in the book, if you yeah. go to the ogre yeah. page, they're neutral. Yeah, yeah. so you could conceivably. There was nothing that said you couldn't get them. Yeah. And so neutral we were like, they okay, for instead of yeah. treatment, you can have ogres. Yeah. Well, that changed the whole course of the history of the Greenfield Grasshuggers, <laughs> let me yeah. tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> Greenfield went to being a pretty good team at that point, particularly because, like I said, everything was based off of them. I, you know, I had two guys that were just really, really good runners. Um, so off- at one point in the season, an ogre with a lot of money went to the commissioner and was like, Look, we're going to make some changes to the rules, okay? We're going to get Skaven, and we're going to join, take out the Tree Men, and join that team. Well, well, the, and the funny thing about it is, though, is, is I remember, and I think you know, I don't think we did Tree Men partially because I don't think we had the rules on the Tree Men at that at that juncture, so to speak. I know they, I know the rule, I know they they have the Tree Men in the. Um, in the, in the star player book or whatever, but I don't know if we actually had that at that point. But yeah. there, there was there I was, can't remember either. There was sort honest. of a free flowing with it. So I brought in two uh, ogres, Glishan and Terob. And uh, I was wondering if you remember the name. Yeah. I remember Glishan. Yeah, Glishan. Which and, one was the arm breaker? There was one guy who yeah. always broke arms. Yeah, it was it was amazing. <laughs> I mean, he went he, he he would always injure somebody, and then the person would roll the dice, and it was a broken arm. Hmm. And so we figured that he had some sort of bizarre Just picking him up by the well, arm. Yeah. Robert and Gary got so good on like. Uh, uh, d- double Dragon, that they would walk up to the gas station a mile and a half away with one quarter sometimes, and they could beat the whole game game. They would just switch off during levels. Wow. So, yeah. And if you do you ever remember the move, if you pressed A and B together and do that like elbow move, yeah. that was super awesome. So we said like Glishan had some type of thing where he'd break arms yeah, that just, way. Okay. Yeah, so he, would, so he would do all that, and, and it was and it was – and he it was it was funny because you know it was just for some reason it would always happen. But you get two ogres, and you know, and but the thing was there was a certain level of challenge with it because you know you've got two uh, monsters that, and and you've got guys that can that can run like no get out, and so you know you've got to make sure that you know you got to make sure you make your blocks and, and spring them basically. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was kind of funny to to actually have a team that could that could compete. I mean, they'd just get slaughtered and hammered all over the place. But then the the you know the, the Ogres would even it out, and so suddenly Greenfield became a, a playoff team. So Jeez. you know, but it, it, and then uh, but you know I remember I think they lost in the playoffs to was it was it was it your Giants or was it which team was that the Giants, Giants got beat by the Rotters. 
I want to say you and Gary played. Ever Maybe bowl? so. Uh, well, somebody now nah, somebody uh, somebody beat me. Uh, it was a dwarf team that beat me at the uh, end. It probably was the dwarf warhammerers because yeah. I was mad mm-hmm. that they made the playoffs. Yeah. Just because, and they were still in it at one yeah. point. Than yeah, because well, so. I got because I got beat late in the game on the with the Stuka guy with the with the. With oh, the, that was definitely with, the, with the bazooka. So oh, you know, uh, I think that was it, if I remember correctly. Oh, what's but, his name? Yeah, he's now a, a Barrick Farblast. Yeah, so yeah, I remember I, I he was able to hit a shot deep and then got over got past my guy. Yeah, that was and, that was and, the Warhammers. Yeah, but it was, <laughs> and, but, but I think they lost the next week because basically it was it was a knock. There was there were very few guys left on the pitch at the end of that game. <laughs> it was not much, you know. I basically had like my two hoggers and like two halflings, you know. And we're trying. To, and you didn't have journeyman, did you? No. Journeyman on that, so you know, so it was when the it, campaign book came around. That's when the make weights thing started. Yeah, some of that's that. right. Yeah, so we would do that, but you know, but it was a lot of fun playing with that team at that, and you know, and I've got this great drawing, and maybe we'll try to you know scan some of these, or, or you guys can post them or something on a website or something. That, that yeah, we did. I'll probably but post that. I had a really good one where, uh, unfortunately, one of my players, a guy named uh, I believe that was Oslo Pierce, um, he ended up getting uh, he got he got attacked by a goblin with a chainsaw, <laughs> and the injury he rolled was a gouged eye, so it was pretty brutal. So I did this little drawing right here where he's like. Like blocking this goblin and then you see this other goblin going oh, and then one of the ogres like looking off to the left side and he's he's not he's not there to protect him and then it's right before he gets uh gets hit in the eye and <laughs> with a chainsaw so it was uh it was it was pretty brutal on that but it was it, but that was a so fun drawing to do first so. season this is before bionic eyes and stuff that you gave no people? there yeah. was bionic eyes and stuff in the star player book okay um, so remember you mentioning something about yeah? Do you remember how like if somebody got a gouge die, we just yeah. go, "Well, fine, he'll get a robot eye," yeah. <laughs> because there was nothing you said you couldn't. Yeah, so but I it, that was still pretty late in the in the season, though. Yeah. I think that was before we kind of started again. You know, it was like we'd get these books, and then you know we'd all kind of devour them and pass well, them around, yeah. and, and then you'd I, say, "Why can't I do this?" Yeah. You know, and then well, we'd read sometimes yeah. we'd read half the rules yeah. and just play, and then you'd read the other half and go, "Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, uh, we did that wrong. We uh, kind of did that wrong, but uh, we'll yeah. just go with the flow." Or yeah. this contradicts what was said in that white dwarf. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, and that's the thing that would happen with some of these things, and you'd just be like, okay, but you know, but 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 it would also fun because you know you'd create these really bizarre you know sort of things where you know the teams would be playing at home and stuff, and then we and then we read the thing where like you know somebody would you know the, uh, if 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 your if your halfling gets on the sideline, then he, get, oh, yeah. he can get he have to he has to roll to not get distracted because he see food in the and <laughs> yeah the, the hot dog the, stand hot dog wow. stand or whatever, and so then he'd like walk off the field and go get a hot dog, <laughs> and you'd be like ah. Damn it, guy. So I had or, to be. Or the skeleton kickers could kick their leg off. Yeah. You know. Or the werewolves would chase the skeletons. I remember that one. Yeah. yeah. Get so the bone. They're in there and all that stuff. Um, so to round up the season, we actually made it through all 16 weeks. Yeah. 16 40 weeks. teams. Uh, extended playoffs. So we had 18 teams in the playoffs. 120 games. Lots of games. Yeah. Lots of games. Well. Yeah, yeah, twenty right. games a week. That's sixteen a week. Yeah, three hundred and twenty. So um, as often as we could, we'd draw pictures and mm-hmm. do Bloodweiser or Player of the Week, and we do like- all the stuff that we kind of try to incorporate now. Every time we'd move one space, you know, on our old field, yeah. we had you know, it was twenty four, twenty five spaces or yeah. something like that. Anyways. Basically, each space was, I think, three four, yards four or yards. four. It was four. So. so we'd count those up. and I mean, we'd keep stats as we played. If this guy yeah. moved up three, he just got 12 yards, so we'd write 12. Okay. Yeah. And then the next turn, we'd put plus 
move three. Yeah, yeah. And, that was the, and that was the other thing. When you had three of us there, one person would be stat keeper. Yeah. You know, you had two people be playing, the other person would be responsible. Which we stats. actually do a lot more of that than we should. Yeah. 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 Me yeah. and Steve watch a lot of games that we probably shouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so you basically go through the whole thing, though, and you know, and you say, hey, this guy's a 100-yard rusher. This guy's a 1,000-yard yeah, rusher. Yeah, we made you know? such a big you know. deal about that. Yeah, so you say. So it, how long did this whole thing last? The whole season. Um, why everybody else was losing their virginity <laughs> and going and to discovering parties. Discovering girls, we played Blood Bowl. All right. I know it went into our 10th grade year. Yeah. Well, it was probably about a year and, and a half, two years at least. Started I would say at least a year. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Of, one season, season. Full year at least. Yeah. For. Because we got it years. when Gary had his birthday. Yeah. I know we played through it during football, regular football season. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about this in the next segment. I got Dungeon Bowl, but we were still playing our season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Dungeon Bowl was Christmas. So I would say from uh, April to March at least. Yeah, I think it was longer than that. But it could have been long. It really could have yeah. been so longer. So it's like two games a week for each of you. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot, and there were, but there would be some nights where you know, I mean, like I and I remember this, and I and, and <sighs> I still have a hard time. Anyway, well, okay. Scott and I, we, we uh, were hanging out at my house or whatever, and we and we went we went like this ridiculous, massive session of playing Blood Bowl, and we and I don't know if it was an extra weekend or whatever, but yeah. you know, he's over, we're playing, and we get these white powdered donuts, and they, and they have Snoopy on the bag, and and we sit there and we eat so many of these friggin' white powdered donuts, it's ridiculous, and then literally like like the next day, you know, he goes home, and we and we we stayed up way late, and just like I said, we probably. We had sugar highs off all these things, and both of us got sick. And, and I, I didn't eat another powdered white donut for like two or three years after that. I didn't eat one for about fifteen years after that. <laughs> yeah. Wow! And I'm yeah. dead serious. Yeah, it was. And now today I can eat one, but I will not eat more than one. Yeah, it's it was. Your it body's was, like never again. Yeah, it was bizarre. I mean, I don't know if we just got a bad batch of donuts or what, but but the thing is, we had like two or three bags of them, and I think I remember they had like Snoopy on the on the yeah. bag. Yeah, yeah, and we, so I know we downed at least probably two bags of those and wow. you know and that's you know we probably had pizza for dinner the night before and really soda really, yeah yeah exactly tons of coca-cola the, the, the sad thing is we were both like really athletic and like yeah. the best players on our football team and everything else and that's not joshing yeah. that's yeah. like you know every game it was we got you know offensive player of the game defensive player of the game stuff like mm-hmm. that luckily we did a lot of exercise because we <laughs> would have been the fact yeah we would have sure. yeah, if it wasn't been football eat, we didn't eat super healthy we just ate <laughs> yeah 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 that was the crazy thing and we there just, was some nights we played a lot of games though yeah. because it wasn't that big of a deal to, i mean what else were we going to do it's not like we had the internet yeah it was exactly. not like easy access to porn yeah yeah and the other <laughs> thing is too is it's like you know um uh, you know, like I remember when, you know, Scott and I first started hanging out, mostly because we actually were on the same football team, you know, mm-hmm. and that was kind of where we started there. But then we found them, you know, and, he, and like in fifth grade, he was he was in a different class than I was in another different class. And so he was kind of known as the artist in his class, and I was kind of known as the artist in my class. So, uh, you know, we would each do our own little comic strips, and we could talk about that for a whole show if we wanted. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know, then we started becoming friends, started hanging out, and like I said, we both drew. And then, and so literally, there were times where we could, we could stay the night at each other 
other's house and we'd just sit there and draw or do whatever but because we were both so creative it didn't really matter that we didn't yeah. need anything else and so Blood Bowl just kind of became an extension of that creativity for Makes us. Makes sense. We would just sit there and draw and, and, and make fun of stuff and have a good time have some music videos on in the background or you know I remember uh, one time uh, I think like it was Mega Man 2 there's this really great <laughs> music track and and it comes on during one of the scenes when you're working your way towards uh, towards the end of the, of the thing and I remember I loved the music so much that I got to that scene and I found a little place where I could just stand and nobody would attack me <laughs> and that was my background music I was like I love this song you know and it's just you know 8 bit I can't say much. I, I I got the soundtrack to Killer Instinct. So. Okay, well, yeah. they all do. Uh, I had that too. So. I, I now have yours. Oh, that's right. That's how you ended up with it. <laughs> I had mine, and then I got rid of all my CDs, and was like, oh, I wish I had that one. And Scott's like, I I think I have that. Yes. Uh, there you go. There you go. So in my memory, mm-hmm. uh, we went through the playoffs. Yeah. The eight teams on each side. Uh, we did not do like a chaos cut thing. I mean, we okay. always talked about it, but mm. we really thought that like. I so guess, was this the blood bowl that you were going for? Or? Yeah, we just did the blood bowl part. Uh, you know, we at at times I I remember thinking that the chaos cup was basically like the second place for that division, and the spiky cup was or the spike mm-hmm. cup was that, but we weren't really sure. Then you read stuff about the they actually play out the chaos cup, but we didn't do that. So we were just going for the blood bowl thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you play a lot of games. At this point, you just kind of want to finish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it literally was kind of getting to that point. That I'm, was the one thing that was the downside to it, particularly in, like, that week 16. I think I remember I'm, I was looking at my sheet earlier. I, I took a tie, you know, and, uh, you know. and, and Oh, that's true because yeah, it yeah. didn't affect anything. Right. I remember yeah, so agreeing to a few so times. So that was a game that we didn't play. So we didn't quite play all 320 <laughs> games. But I remember there was a game towards the end, and what it was is it was Reekland versus Everbold. Yeah. And both Gary and I. We didn't want to risk getting guys hurt oh. or whatever, and we both had yeah. our had our playoff seating, and it was pretty much locked. So we just were like, you know, so it's a lot. Gentleman's like, agreement of yeah. pussing out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, abandoned match. So we took it. So we took a tie on it. And uh, and when you read stuff like that in the fluff, you justify it. Like, mm-hmm. well. Yeah, exactly. And, and of course, you know it's it's not much different than obviously NFL team. I mean, they go they go play the game, yeah. but it's like ah, oh, we're gonna pull. Don't play too hard. After. You put your second yeah. string in. Yeah, yeah, and then you just play your guys out, and you don't care whether you win or lose. You know, I remember that was the big thing. What when 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 New England was like fifteen and zero? Do they mm-hmm. play, do they play hard for that sixteen and zero or not? You know, so. So they play hard then, but not for the win, the yeah, championship. Yeah, for the championship. Yeah, okay. They, hey. did too. they just got beat that day. <laughs> Jim and Christmas. <laughs> um. I I could be wrong, um, but for the NFC conference, it was the Oakland Raiders, either versus those dwarf warhammers or it was the Everbold unicorns. But I cannot remember yeah. who. I know at eight and eight, mm-hmm. uh, winning their divi- the Western Division, the Oakland Raiders went through the playoffs. They got that one buy round because of the Nurgle Rodder clause mm-hmm. and everything else, and they went to the Blood Bowl. Yeah, so. We had this weird history of like, well, they went 16 and 0 the year before, they got beat out, then they had a terrible year and barely got into the playoffs and okay, they just scraped it together. They made this run, you know, mm-hmm. and everything. And um and at the time we were hoping the New New Orleans Saints would do stuff like that cuz me and Robert liked watching the New Orleans Saints a little bit. Yeah. yeah. They squeeze into the yeah. about eight, and eight squeeze into the wild card and yeah, get beat. Dalton Hilliard, the yeah. running back that I, I, <laughs> uh-huh. I used to think was cool. So yeah. Um, 
And then I remember on the other side, the playoffs played out, and it was the Chaos All-Stars versus the Oldheim Ogres. Mm-hmm. Uh, winner goes to the final. So it's me and Gary, and there was it was a very close game. I don't know exactly when it happened, but this is back when you get a guy hurt, he goes stunned, he goes off the field or whatever, and then he slides over, you know, after a few turns or whatever, he mm-hmm. slides over. You can bring guys off the bench, basically. It's right. Like, like hockey. Yeah. Um, Gary runs in his his dark elf guy, Lax and Hurl, and H R U L Hurl Hurl H U R. I call it Lax and Hurl, but his seven agility guy. He has you know six agility and and dodge. Well, Crusher Von Kill sees him. I blitz that dude. I hit him. He's gone. I think I shatter his knee or whatever. And at that point, Gary gives up and. and Rightfully so, when you have your big guy go down like that, because it's not the same Blood Bowl that we play today. Yeah. Um, the game was over, and so it was the Oldheim Ogres uh-huh. with Skaven <laughs> versus the Orkland Raiders. And uh, Greaser Grit Grinder was not on that team. I know he came in the book, but like at, by this time, so many people died. There was hardly yeah. anybody left in the league that was a printed star player card. <laughs> yeah. Because they would just take injuries and die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And stuff. And so I remember we were at my house. And I was like, all right, guys. Of course, I'm happy. They're both yeah. my teams. All right, guys. Anybody want to play me? Because I'll, I'll have to be the old time ogres. And Robert and Gary both were like, no, nope, we're going to work on the draft. <laughs> and what do you mean? And in our... And our draft was simply you just roll up star players, and, and then we were going to draft them. Yeah. yeah, everybody got a couple. So, you know, we draw these little pictures and stuff. And they refused to play me. I was like, come on, guys. <laughs> and, like, no, we don't want to play you. And I was like, they're just doing this to be jerks. Fine, I'll play the game by myself. Exactly. And I did. And the team that I was running didn't even win the freaking game. You're running both of them, though. I was running both of them, but I really wanted the old time Ogres to win. Yeah, and Orkland won it all. And Orkland won it all. <laughs> so, so the irony is, this was uh, like almost like some bizarre anticlimactic thing. Right? Nobody's happy. Even the guy who's playing. Oh, we know he doesn't get final, happy. I'm not really happy. I mean, I'm happy. He won the championship but, last year, and he's still like, ugh. Oh, oh God, I, I barely won. Huh? <laughs> you need to edit that out. What? Because nobody knows that yet. Oh, whatever. All right. Like, I'm going to do that. Hey, dead skins are awesome, baby. We've already mentioned it. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so, yes, I was not very happy. Yeah, it was, it was very anticlimactic because nobody really cared about the Oakland Raiders. Eight and eight making the... Yeah. Anyway, so that was our season. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, we made up players to be drafted. Uh, we'll get into what happened after this season. Um, after this little break, but I think it's ironic if you look in the lure of Blood Bowl, they say that like this season was abandoned or something, you know, like it, yeah. in the records, and even in our living rule book that I have made it for myself, I yeah. filled in Orkland Raiders during that year <laughs> because in my world, Orkland won. Makes exactly. sense. So, anyways, uh, we're gonna take a quick uh, break here so we can all go get something to drink and uh, relax a minute. So we'll be back right after this. Hey everyone, I'm Billy Zonka of Billy Zonka's Candy Factory, and we make such great things as the Everlasting Goblin Stopper, Sweethearts, Killing Sprees, 
in the ever-famous Zonka Bar. You're listening to Both Down with Steve and Scott. Enjoy and buy some candy. All right, so we're back, and we're going to talk about more of the second edition stuff. But uh, after that first inaugural season, mm-hmm. um, Christmas came in the middle of that season, and we got Dungeon Bowl, or at least I did. I figured I could at least talk my parents into maybe getting me that because it was cheaper than Blood Bowl. Mm-hmm. If I recall, you for Christmas got a Dungeon Bowl set. I don't know if it was no, this no, year no, or I, the previous. I got a Blood Bowl set. You did? Yeah. That's for how, Christmas? That's how, yeah, that's how we got our next. Um, that's how we had two fields then. Okay. I know where, you got a version too. So yeah. at that point, we had, mm-hmm. between the three of us, we had Dungeon Bowl. We had both books. Mm-hmm. We had two copies of Blood Bowl. Um, so after the first season of Blood Bowl, we, we thought we were going to play Dungeon Bowl. Mm-hmm. Because you know that's what you do in Dungeon Bowl is the colleges of magic, and so it's the college version of Blood Bowl. You have yeah. to do it. Yeah, and it's like a sequel. So we started a season, right? Yes, but we yeah. didn't finish the season. No, from what finish. I remember, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we started it, and then um, you know, and then I remember that uh, you know you, we, we we started it, and I, and I think I even remember drawing up a schedule for that also. No, but, yeah, there was the schedule, but for sure. I don't remember us ever really getting through the season. It just was. It, was it just felt different with only scoring one t- touchdown mm-hmm. and the game being over. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't quite as. Uh, um, I don't really action packed. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, it wasn't look, football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was definitely. Yeah, exactly. It was a very different game, and so it was a little harder for us to get on to, into that. And then also, you know, at this point, also we know we're now we're starting to get into jobs, you know, yeah. and having to you know go do those That's things. That's true. And so it made our time a little bit more. Um, well, yeah, when you can start to drive around, mm-hmm. you're not at home as often. <laughs> so very true. Mm-hmm. So then you bought Crunch. No, we didn't buy Crunch. No, that was that was later. Um, but what we did do instead of playing through a season of Dungeon Bowl, we decided to play another Blood Bowl season. Mm-hmm. But this time it was going to be. Did we narrow it down to twenty teams? I was think so. it sixteen teams? It was something smaller. Yeah, a lot smaller as far as the teams go. because okay. we, we realized we just barely got through the scope of the, how large that last season yeah. was, and and you know, and then it was like, man, I don't know if we have another one of those in us, you know, kind of thing. So we definitely made it smaller. Yeah, and I, and I don't really recall. There might be yeah. through all this. I have like a big folder full of paperwork. There might be some standing somewhere of, mm-hmm. of those teams, but. Mm-hmm. I don't recall how many teams we did. Yeah, I don't really remember either. I remember, but I remember at this point though, we did actually start to create our own teams. Okay, you know, you did start to have uh, going. Hey, you know, and uh, and like I created a team called the Coraline Beasts, and they were going to be a chaos team that was going to kind of be able to challenge the Chaos All Stars because <laughs> I like the idea of being able to have. Hey, I want a Skaven. I want to have an Ogre. I want to have a so and so. That's know? where Rubble Crunch came from. Yeah. Stuff. From my memory, is that wrong? No, I think he came earlier. I think he was a um, was he an underworld creeper? He was an underworld alignment? creeper. Okay. I think, okay. yeah, initially where he got he brought, started. brought over. Yeah, did he get brought over to the Coraline Beast? He probably did. Yeah, I think okay. he did because he was one of my favorite uh, guys, and 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 it's amazing because he's one of those guys that again he was just a normal dude, but somehow he managed to survive. And I mean, I probably mm-hmm. created him. I think around. 
week nine, ten, eleven, somewhere in that season. But he still made it through the rest of the and season. Really, like we've kind of mentioned yeah. before, and we went into more detail because we kind of went through some of the old school stuff mm-hmm. in one of the earlier podcasts. People died a lot more back then, <laughs> so I don't know how anyone would stay alive for that long. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, you fell in a pit, and now you're dead. Well, your head exploded. <laughs> your legs fell off. Mm. Yeah. Well, like I mean, and that was the thing. Like I remember, it um, was those mag- Do you remember the magic spells? Or yeah. Like Deathbringer. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I didn't. Somebody try to put put through like a limb dismemberment spell or something, where some guy's limbs just fall off. And <laughs> like, I'm sure we did. I'm yeah. sure we did. All yeah. sorts of crazy. You'd all sorts of you also come up with all these different things. You know, and you, and, and, you know, and, 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 and it was fun because you know, yeah. you know you would go through that. But then you'd also have moments where you just kind of like, um, what the heck were we thinking? Now did you look back. <laughs> on it you're like really you know that was kind of um not exactly the smartest thing because because also the other thing is you know you lost a lot of really good players you yeah know, things would happen to players and and you'd be like oh you know this i uh, this is a guy i spent all this time creating and then you know and then, and then your team is now worthless because yeah. the one good guy is gone yeah because you know you get to and i remember and i don't remember who had the guy but there was one guy that had a i think it was my i think it was me actually i think uh, you know griff overwald and i think he was he was pretty good the next thing you know he gets shattered knee and then so he's not quite as good and then then uh, but then it's fun because then you get to kind of create this drama about the veteran guy trying to hang on as mm-hmm. long but then next thing you know he's getting a broken arm and then next thing you know you're like oh okay, like, okay he's cut yeah he's, this is pretty much over time for him to hang it up so you know but you know you would go through all these things and you know and you'd come up with these fun teams and these different names that you could go with and well and, and I, I remember I, i'm still trying to Wrap my head. I think we had six teams apiece. I think there was eighteen. Probably so. I mean, like, like looking at this thing right here. I mean, we have this is obviously probably from that incarnation. And there's two. Well, how many eight, divisions did you three, have? Four, five. Well, let's see. If we had four, that would not divide correctly. No. no. Would have been, you know, but probably was three of us, so there probably was always going to be a team that we couldn't quite, you know, work out right. But I think I remember there being, and, and if I remember correctly, maybe there was 20 teams then? Maybe. Four I, divisions of five? That might be right. Yeah. So we all took five teams? Yeah. Or no, I mean, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. No. I, I, regardless, it wasn't as big. Maybe yeah. maybe it was twenty four yeah, teams. It was probably, maybe that yeah. means we'd all took eight eight teams. Yeah, maybe something like that. Yeah, that's, that, that the, sounds the, that sounds kind of right. Yeah. So so and then the idea it was being, still way too many. That we yeah. Had yeah. To take and then and then we and then we got kind of the idea that you know that that maybe there would be like a North American version and then a and then a because that's where like my Coraline Beast came from. They yeah. Were, they were from obviously North Carolina, Carolina area, and then so so it gave us the opportunity to try and create teams. And Robert Booth the Greenfield franchise yeah. from Greenfield to Blue Bay. Yeah. So they became the Blue Bay Grasshuggers. <laughs> because the Blue Bay Crammers were not doing well. So yeah. he moved the franchise there. Because <laughs> I remember that. It's in yeah. your stuff. Mm-hmm. I also remember Sears uh, Mayfeather yeah. he became... Yeah, he be, he came no. over in Reekland, but he became a, a, line, a linebacker. Yeah. Blitzer, yeah. A blitzer. Yeah. Because you know, we had all these... Some of the players that we loved on teams that we didn't have, so we were like, well, then he's going to become this now, or he's going to become that. And I I loved the Green Destroyers, which was a, um, a Dungeon Bowl team, and I made them in the league mm-hmm. so I could keep playing them even though we weren't playing Dungeon Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, you had a camp, uh, the Spear Camp Chieftains. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we made some other teams. I had a, a Skaven team called the Arconian Rats. Yeah, Arconian's Rats. And right. then Robert had a team. Um, 
you made up called the uh, Sandif Sand Dwarves. It was like, no, they're like desert dwarves. And so they were like little... Chaos dwarves. Well, in in a sense, yeah. If In the modern era of Blood Bowl, yeah, that would be like that. Because all the chaos dwarves are in that kind yeah. of desert area. But yeah, so they, he had this dwarf team of all these little nomads and stuff that... And then he had a unique player on his team that he created up. I can't remember what he was yeah, called. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was. Like we a, have him over here. Yeah, he was. Uh, what was he? he? Was a Murif Slider because he was like this little sort of lizard creature that would that would that would be able to play. And you, and you had to make him kind of kind of weak, but kind of strong and stuff, you know. But the, you know, and and and, the, and he would burrow, burrow underneath the ground, because yeah. <laughs> yeah. he was a sand creature and yeah. stuff. So, so we he could burrow in, but the problem is, is he had like a limited space of where you could go. So you know, so 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 it was kind of the way of handicapping him a little bit to where he could he could avoid a tackle, say for instance, by burrowing under the ground. But he's going to come up somewhere within the, this, this yeah, this, cool this, picture. That's all of him. Yeah. yeah, and so it was kind of fun to kind of play with and do that, and you know, and. And again, and and obviously, you know, at this point, we're trying to we're 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 getting a little gimmicky with different things here and there, and we're having yeah. fun with it, you know. But it but it was a lot of fun still, and but I think really mostly what just killed it is just getting older, you know. Yeah, it happens. No, no longer have what Scott likes to call the junior high summer, you know, where you don't have to work and you don't have to do anything. You got a lot of time, yeah. and so you know. But then you know, you start working, you start doing this and that, and I know we tried to keep up with we got it for more a while. Into sports, yeah, at school. Yeah, and then and, you know, and then you know, and we, and we had a couple other friends that came over and started playing a little bit too, and you'd see, and you'd do that, and we'd go play, and we'd you know have a have a local comic store, have a night where maybe we could do some stuff, but you know, it would still be. Golly, really I like forgot a, about that. Yeah, we but, did do yeah, that. Other side hmm? comics back. Yeah, when it was we actually there. tried to start like a little. We had several like this first season with me, Robert, and Gary. Mm-hmm. Folded, I think, eventually because. One, we couldn't keep up with it, and I think we decided to just restart it. We did it with mm-hmm. – was that guy's name? Was Wes? Uh, Wes was one of them, yeah, and then Hooper was was one, played also. Yeah, Wes really got into it pretty good there for a little bit. I forgot Kevin Hooper yeah, played back yeah. then too, uh-huh. didn't he, just a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah, so we started – we restart, I think we revamped the league because yeah. we were only like four – I don't – Yeah, we weren't very far into we it. We weren't very far into yeah. it or whatever, but for some reason we, we crashed the league – yeah, so the sand if sand doors didn't last very long. Yeah. And then we um, went back to more. And then at that point, that's when we started getting into the money. And, you know, and that's when that iteration of the Blood Bowl came out. And you started thinking more and getting factoring and fan factor yeah. and all that stuff and cheerleaders. That is. That's when – now, we were actually either seniors in high school or yeah. right out right yeah. out of high school. Yeah, well, that's been, when third yeah. edition came out. And we started another league with those yeah. guys. Yeah, because because that because I was working at the theater then. So yeah, so right. That, so and that, it hasn't that, been about that. Yeah, and that time. comic book store was right next door to the theater, and that was my senior year. So yeah. So we had several seasons. What store that, was that? Uh, it's called the Other Side. A guy named Jim ran it. Um, Remember Jim from New World? Yeah. Well, we used to run Hero Clicks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He used to have a his own Other Side comic book store in Memphis City. Mm-hmm. Then eventually he moved it up to. I think he closed down, and they reopened another one. It was on by North Pelicans, wasn't it? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Right, it's right next to Heritage Plaza, Cinemas Five. I worked at Pre- the Cinemas Five. Okay, then. pretty much the first time I remember that store, I think I went there when it was closing, uh-huh. and I got such a good deal. I, I like loaded up on Blue Beetle and Booster Gold. X like, Force number ones for like ten cents a comic. Dude, yeah. I remember my dad was going into town. You need anything, Dad? Take this two dollars. Uh, if you don't mind, go by the other side. Give me an X-Force number one. Uh, try to get me one with a cable card sealed. 
It's because I had an extra couple bucks, uh, and my dad was going by there, and he was so no sad. problem, son, and he'd do it. <laughs> oh, the good old days. So, yeah, so there's been many attempts. That was our third edition attempt. Yeah. It was very, very foreign to us. They had the block dies. Did somebody buy it? Yeah, somebody must have. I mean, it must have been. I think Gary bought it. Okay. I really think Gary bought yeah. it. Um, because I did not buy it until in the 2000s. So it had to have been Gary that bought it. Yeah, probably so, probably so. But it was so different because you didn't have the random skills. And we're like, you have a pick skills? Are you, are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah, and then the money thing was it's always like, a little weird, It's like, obvious too. skills we'd pick. I mean, even back then, it was like, you get to pick. We, we didn't like that. All the money stuff to keep up with and you know this is before everybody had excel on their computers mm-hmm. so yeah. doing all this by hand just became really tedious and stuff. Well, i can definitely see how it's been a huge change between the two giant change yeah um so then we tried that and then that's when everybody started going to college and then mm-hmm. dating and everything else so that that kind of fell through and then yeah then i didn't pick it back up until uh, 2003 or something like that. I remember I picked mm-hmm. up like a re another version of Blood Bowl. It's probably like the Living Rule Book Four at the time or something. I think that was the common rule book yeah. on the internet and stuff. Um, I do want to go back though in that mini that season that we started after the big season. Mm-hmm. We kind of got a little bit looser. We were we were role playing more. I yeah. know that because we were still in high school, but we were role playing a little bit more, and that's when the Warhammer role playing game we played a lot. And then our Wanderers would always there'd always be a game in the city that yeah. we were at. But you know, back in that role playing universe, they had guns and stuff, but they just were not very good at firing off. You know, mm-hmm. like they could blow up in your hand and everything else. I remember one night, and we didn't drink as kids. We didn't, we weren't the kids <laughs> that if you snuck out a beer, me and Robert would drink it. We just weren't that way. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. When we graduated, we went back to Scott's house, and we had ice cream and soda, and we just kind of hung out there and then talked about stuff and probably played a Blood Bowl game. So that was pretty yeah, much – that was our graduation. Yeah. You know, I, I had uh, guys over. And we weren't we happy because we went to Brahms and bought our own gallons of ice cream? Probably something like God, that. that. I can I could see the appeal. <laughs> yeah. So you know we didn't drink or nothing, but I remember one night we were over at Robert's house, and Gary was there. I think <laughs> I think he was playing video games or reading comics or something. But me and Robert's playing. <clears throat> I, I I had this field that I hand drew a field. Oh, I, I want to talk about. I guess this is more important than anything. Once Robert got his f- version of the field, yeah, with this next season that we started, we modified the gaming field. We said it just not, no, it's not realistic enough. Yeah. It's not a football field. So we, you know, how the old Astrogran had three pieces. Yeah. So we had the original three pieces, and then Robert got three pieces. So we took his middle piece and added it to the middle of the existing field that we used yeah, all the so time. We had a four piece so we field. turned it into a four piece field to make it a little bit longer. Okay. And I think with, with the two squares, skulls? 
Huh? It had two skulls. It had two skulls mm-hmm. in it. And that's how we played Blood Bowl for a while. We yeah. really liked it. This is more realistic. Yeah, yeah. Think, and that's when it became like three uh, three, three yards, yards instead okay. of four yards. Oh, okay. It was four in the initial one, and then it was like three yards per pace now. And so, you know, and you know, and so now it became much more of a, you know, it was it was an interesting way of going about it. So, you know, but it, but it was so, fun, you know. So I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. But during that time, I, I had <laughs> – I, I spent a lot of money by buying some post, not poster board, but the foam core board. Yeah. I think that thing was like $2 a sheet, but I was like, I'm going to go ahead and buy us. And I, I bought some expensive markers and I hand drew this field, mm-hmm. all, all these little squares. And then I had this like, since the Arconian rats was in an underground city with the sewers, I colored in like the sewage going into this big grate in the middle of it. And so we came up with like, you know, kind of how we do now in our league with like our little fluffy tournaments where yeah. like, okay, it's in sand. So there's pit traps and, you know, like our Alcorn cup and our Kings cup that we're, we're doing with our league. We were, I was doing that stuff back then. So like, in these areas of the field, because the sewage would run off, it would be slicker. So when you ran through it, you had to roll or you could fall down. Okay. So we had a, I remember one night, it was the Arconian Rats, and it had to be the Underworld Creepers. <clears throat> but me and Robert was playing it, and I don't know if we were probably as drunk as we could be without being drunk. Somehow, <laughs> through the role-playing stuff, we were like, okay, so that guy has a gun. And Robert's... I, and I don't even remember which one said it, but the other guy was just like agreed to it. In the Blood Bowl game? <laughs> yeah, we were like, okay, so he has a gun. I don't know if it was like sort of his joke, like, and that guy's got a gun. And uh, and one of us or me, it had to have been Robert's guy. Yeah. Because it was his, he, he was the one rolling dice, and I just went, yeah, sure, go ahead, or whatever. And so we came up like on the spot with rules to fire a gun. <laughs> And I remember Gary coming in there going, what the <laughs> hell are you guys doing? And it was like, well, this guy's got a gun. There's no rule for that. <laughs> but, he, but, yeah, he's got a gun, and he's trying to shoot people. And he hasn't shot anybody yet, but he's hitting people in the crowd. We had rules. <laughs> Spray shots would go in the crowd, and we rolled D6. Oh, he just got three people. We laughed, and we had so much fun. <laughs> I can't even tell you who won that game, yeah, but was, we had so much fun with this crazy guy with the gun. Yeah, it was, and it <laughs> might have been Wild Man Teeth Garland. Who knows? I think it, I do think it was, um, I, if I remember correctly, and the one thing, I, and I, again, we were probably very sleep-deprived and probably playing late or something to come up with that. But uh, I also think there may have been a little bit of uh, Last Boy Scout in that, maybe. <laughs> okay. I was I was working in a yeah. movie theater in high school. I didn't see that movie, so but if we got it, then. At the beginning of the movie, the, the guy uh, has to score this touchdown, and that, so he actually has a gun, and he carries it on the field, and as mm-hmm. he's breaking away, he starts starts shooting guys as he it's runs to the end zone. Such and a weird Who movie. knows? Maybe it came from that. I don't know. But then again, it may not have. It may have just been something more because we came up with a lot of Regardless, we had a lot. That game turned into just like crazy shit game. It was just like, <laughs> why don't we try this? Oh, he's going to do this. And yeah, it kind of became the XFL, I guess. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now if you throw from the but three, I just remember Gary coming in there and just like being floored and like we were like aliens or something talking because he's like, that's not in the book. Well, yeah, we know. 
Well, you can't do that against me. Well, that's fine. He didn't have to do it against you. Yeah. It's just one guy if you yeah, want. Exactly. It's only <laughs> a, no, no, no. Yeah. It's only on this guy's home field. He can only bring it on when the referees allow him, you know, all this stuff like that. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. So, you know, and that was part of the crazy thing that you would come up with. You know, you'd kind of come up with these different little things. And then maybe there kind of became maybe a one-upsmanship. You're like, hey, yeah. well, when, when you're at my stadium, you know, then 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 we get a plus one because, you know, our our fans will reach out and grab your guy if he, if he, if he gets too close to the sideline line or something like that you know and was this during third edition or so uh, no, this is this incident mm-hmm. excuse my yawn <laughs> happened before third edition. okay yeah. this so was, i thought maybe this was like a this would be considered yeah. what i consider in the history of it season two yeah okay. which was after the first attempted season of dungeon ball yeah. <laughs> right after the big season yeah dungeon ball was kind of the weird thing going kind of going back to that that was one of those things there that you know you would you would try to i mean you try to get into it at least i did and and and, and it was fun but it was almost like just kind of the distraction it was yeah. it was like hey this is fun to play every if, so often if i'm playing something mm-hmm. why don't i just play blood bowl yeah yeah, yeah, I kind of get yeah, that feeling. It kind of was, of yeah, it was it was kind of the cartoon before the movie. Maybe mm-hmm. you know, it's like, hey, this is fun to play every so often, but I'm here for the real show, which is Blood Bowl. You know, yeah. and that, and it's what made it really difficult for us to complete. D- a Dungeon season. Bowl is like that. It yeah. is re- it's is a fun game, mm-hmm. but and I and I would even to this day, I'd play a season of it mm-hmm. if somebody if there was four of us that wanted to just play a season, I would do that. But I'm not going to get as much satisfaction out of it and i think it's simply because unless you change some of the rules and made maybe more scoring or something because even back then you score once you're done you didn't get much experience points or some games would last five minutes and some games would last two hours yeah lots of fun because we customized you know you remember doing the tangible thing we'd we'd set one tile across the room and go you had to teleport to get to that room and cram it full of you know uh treasure chests and stuff but the overall appeal, we wanted fantasy football. <laughs> yeah. Not fantasy, hunt and find the ball, dungeoneer, you know. But it yeah. was still fun. We just wanted, I think every one of us wanted it to be a little bit more than what it was. Yeah. Yeah, Trust me, as the kid who got it, even I was like, I'm really happy I got this. <laughs> I'm the only guy that doesn't have dungeon or d- blood bowl. <laughs> you know, and it kind of makes you mad, but. In hindsight, I'm glad I had it and mm-hmm. still have it. And <laughs> I mean, we kind of pulled the same thing when we did that half season, if we even got that far. Of, we tried a human league where we picked our own skills. Yeah, because people – I, I don't know if I ever even told Robert this. Uh, we had a few guys in our league who were talking about they, – they tried out our league. They didn't like the picking of the skills. And they're like, mm-hmm. I think it would be fun just to try something where we pick skills. And so it came up how we all take the same team. So we mm-hmm. just came up with like – a human league. Everybody okay. had a human team, and we called it the Empire Football League, I Empire Blood Bowl you. League. Yeah, that's what I always yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what it sounded like. But it was really called the Empire Blood Bowl League, yeah, because it was kind of like the old world got tired of all these other those yeah. other races coming <laughs> in here. You well, know, racism like, was wild, so they were like, "We'll, we'll just form our own human." Well, like the humans. World Cup, you know, yeah. England has its you know tournament to decide who goes to represent them at the Blood Bowl or whatever, yeah. you know. So yeah, we came up with that, and we I think I still have all the stats. I think we made it to week three. Yeah, maybe. And all we were going to do is like an eight week season. But we just all got so bored when it's like, okay, I skill up and uh, I take block. I mean, mm-hmm. why yeah, wouldn't it was I? Just obvious. Things. Okay, well, it's the quarterback. I'll take leader. 
Why wouldn't I? And, yeah. Well, and I will uh, say this: that was maybe one of the things yeah. that, even though we talk about kind of some of these crazy things that we did, that's probably what actually got us to be able to complete a whole season. Was the I one that you know there were a couple of reset points whenever yeah. we would have the new thing. Oh, well, we get to add where so you never really so got that. Draw, drawn out. Yeah, yeah, and so and then also being able to occasionally have a little bit of flexibility with what we were doing. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, it was like like I said. I mean, even though it's stupid stuff like Kiki Woods and Rebel Crunch and things <laughs> of that nature, it's still one of those things that you. Were were able to do you know and um and i think that that made it a lot of fun and then you and then over the, over the time and like i said halflings with 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 ogres for blockers you know and <laughs> and and but but the nice thing was i think we did try to make it uh, with the exception of the nurgles thing i think we did try to you know the idea and you know, i didn't it wasn't like i imported five ogres i just yeah. had two so you, you were know. never trying to break the system yeah exactly. you were just trying to change it and update it yeah and then yeah. there was and you still had to you still had to be a certain level of of skill kind yeah. of working with. and you know and another thing that i thought was interesting is i remember initially we played and i don't know how long it stayed this way and but i think it stayed away through most of our season was that we would actually like line up it was it was more like american football you would you would line you would kick off that was <sighs> that was early on and then you would actually line up your guys and we would line them up and you'd have a that was with I think we used the full spectrum of the campaign rules, the Red Book, Mm -hmm. in that second season that that we did. Now, I could be wrong on that, and I'm not even going to claim it, but that campaign book talked about how you line up, and you get four plays to score a touchdown, and then you get, after that, you get, if you don't, you can kick a half-point field goal. That's where kickers came in. Or you can, uh, or in the defense, like the term on the kickoff today in Blood Bowl, there's a uh, thing that's called a blitz <laughs> where you get to move your whole team before the other guy. Well, <clears throat> back then, if you remember, the defense got one blitz, blitz. every four downs. Yeah. So they got to move first. And so obvious, the obvious, obvious strategy was like, if I can hold this guy for three plays on the fourth down, I'm blitzing <laughs> Yeah. and stuff. Now, I don't. I couldn't tell you exactly if we tried that. I know we did not do that uh, for that first season because all our games ended three to whatever score. Yeah. But either that that second season, and I think we attempted more than just one second season. I think we maybe tried it twice. Yeah, but, no, I think so too. But um, part of it was getting was was because we, we by that time Sean wasn't coming back as much, so we, we kind of lost him. And then you still had us three, and then we started you know hanging out with Hooper and then Wes and all those guys. Right. And so you know, you, and you want to be able to include them, but you can't yeah. really include them. You know, oh, we're in week three now. And yeah. We don't really want to hand. They want to make their own teams and they want to do their own thing. Yeah, we so, just started. Let's go ahead and just yeah, restart. Just, yeah, right. Exactly, yeah. and that's kind of. But what there we was had. that time period that we played. Exactly Exactly by the rules of that red book, which was the set plays and everything else. Yeah, and honestly, so. I really liked kind of the idea of the set plays, at least for an extension of it, because but, you, but it made things made really it. long. Yeah, because yeah. you'd set up your line, mm-hmm. you'd set up your wide receivers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It was an interesting version of yeah. the game, though. Yeah, and I liked it a lot. And I think but, I liked it better than the rugby style yeah. of you can run guys out, mm-hmm. you know, as yeah. the game goes and stuff, or the first one to three. Mm-hmm. I didn't really... I was never a fan of calling things half points for field goals, but I like the idea of it. I agree. So I remember going, I don't know why we just don't have touchdowns worth two points and field goals worth one point, but it is what it is. And we never got a full season in (laughs) after that point. But, I mean, life happens. Yeah. We had the super mega season. Yeah, exactly. Well, technically, we've had eight seasons 
in since then. Yeah, and, and yeah, yes, in my universe, then that's <laughs> that's the awesome thing is I have all this history of playing so many games, and then of course I met Steve and all these other guys and talked them into playing Blood Bowl. Gary actually played the first season and I think a half of the second season. I think two games. Until he met Alan, and, and <laughs> yeah. Alan drove him nuts. Yep. And then, um, but yeah, it's it's so hard to believe that for me, at at the age of 40, I know I don't look like it, but I really am 40. They actually kind of do. You got the gray on the oh, really? dust buster there. Uh, I'm going to fart in your pillow. <laughs> um, it's just amazing that this sandbox, so to speak, is, you know, we played it, me and my two oldest buddies played in this sandbox. We created all this stuff. We added so much to it. You know, we have all these great memories, and here it is 20-something years later. We're doing it again, and we're going into our ninth season for our little league here with these this group of guys. Now, I wish Robert and Gary would continue <laughs> to play, but the truth is, is life has happened, and they don't Gary want to play right Gary makes it now. to tournaments every once in a while. Gary does make it to tournaments every now and then. Um, yeah, I wish my old buddies did that, but they don't, and that's fine too. They probably wish I'd go hang out with them. So, yeah, the biggest problem is just really, honestly, living far away is really the biggest difference. Is, yeah, and that's and that's one of those things there. It is, know, it is very time consuming because yeah, when you're talking about driving 30 miles just to just to meet up, you know, it's it's okay to do. It, the biggest problem is I just can't make a commitment to say sure. okay every week I'll make sure I make that trip. You yeah, know, no, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I totally the, understand that. Yeah. Which I know that's not a long trip, but it's just one of the. It's, it's also that three it's hour a commitment to, yeah. to saying, okay, I'm going well, to sure. plan this I afternoon mean, or this evening to do. Everybody this. else has families and lives and girls and everything. Yeah. And, and and also to be fair too, when you when you started up your latest incarnation of you know I was living in Savannah, you know oh, exactly. So, you yeah. were in Georgia, yeah. yeah to be so, yeah, you know, so I was you know I was twelve, you know, <laughs> fifty hours. What I really so, wish would happen anyway. more than anything, and you know, it's very still hard to do. It's yeah. hard to say like. Hey, I'll see you in a couple months, and I need you to have that whole day off to hang out with me. <laughs> I, I really wish my buddies could come out to tournaments. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's that other side, too. Like Gary said, he's come out to a tournament because he wants to hang out with me. Well, don't, we don't really get to hang you. out. I no. mean, we're hanging out in the same place. We're sharing memories, but it's not like we're sitting next to each other playing two, di- you know, two mm-hmm. different No, it's hard running talking. a tournament. And, and running like, a tournament is hard. You know half the people there well, of course pretty well the podcast know? helps that yeah, you know everybody or people. people want to talk to you but then it's so hard trying to get with every single person and giving them just like a little bit of individual time mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And, right. and for and more importantly quality time yeah I mean, absolutely. You, know, you can come up and say hey how you doing good to see you yeah, yeah. all right man moving on and then but to actually we, spend some time and actually yeah you know share an experience you know yeah it gets a little it gets a little bit tough sometimes you know, like when we go to chaos cup you yeah. know there's going to be 20, 30 people that, you know, we know decently well. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, we don't have, we don't really have time to hang out with See, all of you. That's where, that's where I wish I could get my boys to come with us one day, one year up to Chaos Cup, and just play in the tournament and have fun. It, 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 I don't know if Robert could handle that, because that's me in one place way too long. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't think Chicago. Gary could handle it. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if his patience is good for a six-game tournament. But it is weird mm-hmm. to say, I'm going up to Chaos Cup in Chicago. And they go, or people go, you're going to Chicago, what are you going to do? Or what are you going to see? And you go, well, I stay in this hotel. A lot of nerds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So well, it is a long way well, to go. Well, nowadays, that's probably the safest place for you. So, you know, <laughs> exactly. Just yeah. talking about Chicago. Yeah. So. But, I mean, but no, you're right, though. And that's one of the weird things about it because it's, it's sort of a trip, but it's sort of not. You know, I mean. That's why we make sure to have fun outside of it, too. Yeah. Exactly. Pizza. Well, like, I mean, you know, obviously I, I went with him to the what, – what, what, what tournament was that? What it was, was that? Rock Cup. Rock too. Cup, yeah. You know, and I, had a real, and I had a good time just kind of meeting some of the people mm-hmm. and this and that. But, you know, I mean, obviously I didn't play anything, and I left went ran around half-price books and you know, went and got me some barbecue and, you know, and what have you, did the things that Austin puts out there and stuff. And so and it was a fun time and then came on back and watched a lot of some of the, some of the games happening. I watched pretty much most of the third game and then yeah. got on my laptop in the corner and just did what I did. But it was – and it was nice. And it is one of those things that i think would be fun to do but obviously that i you know i'm so out of touch now with the new system and how mm-hmm. it goes and it's and and it's weird because it's kind of in some ways it's almost like a high school friend you know yeah. somebody you knew back then you knew them really really well but over the years you know they've changed you've changed and suddenly <laughs> you come back and you're like it's sort of the same thing but it's not quite right i'll just hold on to the memories <laughs> <laughs> like, i remember like no this. that's understandable yeah you know, I've wanted to kind of get you guys on, and of mm-hmm. course, you know, Gary could not be here because why, Steve? I don't know. Come on. <laughs> what? I was just waiting for you to say like because he's a a wiener or something. I wouldn't say that. Oh, okay. It's a horrible thing to say. <laughs> His <laughs> wife is sick. Is that why he's not here? She's on her deathbed. I don't know. <laughs> Regardless, or she has a stomach ache. One of the two. I don't know. You don't know. Don't know. Um. My point of getting you guys on is, you know, on our podcast, we, we don't talk strategy because we don't have any. No. <laughs> we like to roll dice. Um, I block good. <laughs> me good. Um, so we, we take the angle of this. It's a role-playing game to us. The fluff side of it, you know, the, the story beyond, you know, what, you know, the... The Bright Crusaders, they don't, they never cheat, and I'm going to play that out no matter how many games that costs me, you know, and I'm going to add to it by having the Righteous Angle mm-hmm. and all these biblical names. We've done, we did that so long ago, mm-hmm. 25 years ago, we did that. We created great memories, and I, I don't think we would have had, I guess we, we didn't know any other way to do it. But yeah. we could have easily played the game with just numbers mm-hmm. and no names on players or just named everybody like, oh, this is uh, – his name is With, his name's Green, his name's Black, his name's Red. You know, but mm-hmm. we did not do that. We took our time. Um, we let <clears throat> this be our creative outlet in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have – I've told this to Steve and I'm sure the listeners. We didn't have any teams besides the blue humans mm-hmm. and the red orcs. Yeah. And they had numbers on the back. And we just used our imagination. And you would look across your little sheet and go, this guy's a dwarf blocker. And that's how <laughs> we handled the game. Mm-hmm. I eventually got a dwarf team, which I painted, paid some kid at school 20 bucks to paint. Mm-hmm. They were kind of crappily painted now looking back. But at the time, we thought they were amazing. Mm-hmm. And so, like, there was, like, three teams out there. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then, and, and then, I think Gary got a human team or you got a human team. Yeah. But we didn't paint the whole team. We were like... 
uh, this is my cool thrower. Right. I'm going to paint this one model only. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, then, and then, of course, like I said, you would occasionally, and then occasionally, you know, you'd, and, it was a, and it was a rare day. Or you'd buy day. the pack of models. Yeah, you'd, get like, you'd, get, you'd buy the little pack that costs you like seven or eight bucks for the one pewter figure or the two pewter figures, you know, which is, you know, the Kiki right. Woods figure and, you know, and stuff like that. And then you would, so you'd have this bizarre combination of, you know, Red orcs out there, and then two <laughs> two metal guys, guys. Yeah. yeah, two metal guys. But you know, but it, it was again part of it was also the imagination, and it was kind of funny because we were watching we were watching a little bit of baseball earlier before we started the podcast, and they had they showed this old game where this guy hits a home run and whatever, and then I look at the thing and I thought it was funny because you know you 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 you, you don't remember the the video being that bad, you know, you're, you're <laughs> not at all. It, yeah, exactly. You, it, it was, it, it's, it, you know, it was your memory is clear. Yeah, it was when clear. Was kid, yeah. 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 And so, and so I think there's something to be said for that too, with how we played, you know, the imagination just kind of took over oh, and you fill in the gaps. The you biggest know? example I've ever had of that mm-hmm. is going back and watching the Atari Indiana Jones game. <laughs> When I was a kid, I remember so vividly going to the market, yeah. getting the gun, getting the whip. There was a snake in the basket, having to parachute down, mm-hmm. you know, having to put the staff. And I watch it on YouTube, and it's like I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I, I look at it and it's just blocks. weird blocks, and I'm like, I don't. This is this is what it's in my head. This is not at all what's in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. And I'll you remember Adventure for the old Atari. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you were the, just the block, do, 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 little block. You pick up the little arrow that was yes. your sword. You know, I mean, I can I can love that. Yeah, we played yeah. the crap out of that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but point is, is just we turned this into a world. Yeah, and I, which I think is exactly what probably Jervis Johnson wanted when he created this game. Yeah, a, and, and the cool thing is it's nice. It's kind of almost a shared world because yeah. you're able to kind of go back and say, yeah, you remember this when we did this? You remember this? And so, and, and it's kind of, you know. It's just, and it shares with other people, too, yeah. because it's like, oh, you played the Recon Reapers, I played them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you won the, the Blood Bowl in your, your season. Mm-hmm. I won the Blood Bowl in my season. and yeah, and then you can, and then not only that, you know, there is a sort of a core of the characters like Zug, you know, and everybody, mm-hmm. I mean, everybody almost always invented Zug, you know, kind of dumb guy, big, huge dude, but you know, he's, he's, yeah. and everybody kind of will kind of imprint their own thing on that. But it's it's nice that it was enough of a, I, you know, that, yeah, you, that you could run with it, that mm-hmm. you could kind of create your own thing, and then and then like I said, creating your own players, your own teams now, and obviously things like that are a lot of fun, and it's oh, and it's a big part of it. Yeah, so yeah, I was so happy when you know when we started this league that Gary was at least a part of it because, you know, me and him were from the old one and that some of the, a few of the players trickled over to this kind of next generation of blood bowl in my world, mm-hmm. you know, and I loved it that Gary got mad at Sears Mayfeather and he traded it to our buddy Spence. And that was like the only time in our current yeah. league that there was a trade. Yep. It was just cause he wanted to cut this guy. And I, I didn't want him to go. I didn't yeah. want him to go. I was like, no, he didn't have any skills. Let him, <laughs> Just trade him to Spence. Just trade him to Spence because he's from our old league. And, you know, and then he became our first legendary player. Nice. You know, and now our MVP trophy is named the Sears Mayfeather Award. So it's just, it's just really awesome to me. And mm. all of this really is like a 25-year-old <laughs> role-playing campaign to me. And mm. it's, it's meaningful even though it's really meaningless. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of energy put into Blood Bowl that is kind of wasted, but... I believe we have almost three years' worth of that. 
recorded. <laughs> but ex- well, exactly. But it is something we love. Absolutely. And there's nothing better. You know, I give um, Brian Mitchell from Slurpcast a big hard time um, about his the 40 miners team and there's some other guys out there that put up pack a lot of history and whether it's fake history or real history or they take their tournament stats or whatever you know i give him a hard time and he'll be my prime example but he puts so much work into that it's very nice to see Mm -hmm. in the tournament scene and stuff and i i know he personally has called out people to like really invest more time as well so we at these tournaments actually create real rivalries like Mm -hmm. there was in the old second edition and other things so i don't know i i just can't talk enough about how all of this the old memories the current memories I can't believe I have a season. I, I know we only run eight-week seasons, but I still can't believe that I have – how many people now? We have nine, actual nine players, maybe ten. Sounds right. That actually play in a league mm-hmm. <laughs> that's lasted eight seasons. I mean, we have a history. Yeah. It's yeah, really if we cool. added the people who have played, yeah. we'd be up to 15. Yeah. You know. So it, it's just – it's it's really fun, and I, I almost feel bad for the people who – aren't as blessed or lucky to have friends that stick around. Maybe your friends make a lot of money and move on in life. My friends don't. We just <laughs> hang out and we, we play Blood Bowl. But in some ways, I, I feel kind of like you're missing out because there's so yeah. many great things here and stuff. But that's just me. Yeah, no, I think it's a good point. So, Anything else you want to say and talk about before we let you go? Because I know we've talked quite a bit on yeah. this well yeah i mean there were a lot of different things about it and, they, and it's kind of one of those things like when you when you first start going you're thinking oh yeah what what what, what you know it, when you first kind of start turning the wheels you're kind of like okay what would i talk about how, yeah how, i know how, how can we fill up this much time and now we went like, and had sushi right before this and we were like <laughs> should we write some things down so we actually have something to talk about you know is this only going to be one short segment how you know what is this going to be and we probably could sit here and plow through the books and come up with even more and more memories yeah and so but my, it, my great strategy for the draft steve was to name the players yeah something that i knew robert and gary wouldn't like right <laughs> which works better with gary than it does with me mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, birdwing birdseed he's not going to take that elf that's really good yeah so i take him <laughs> so what's your favorite memory of the old old times hmm i I think we we talked about the ones we laughed the most. And yeah. We still talk about to this day. I mean, whether we're going to a comic convention, if us three are in the car, we'll talk about something, and Kiki Woods will always get brought yeah. up. Um, yeah, I, if I had to go back to kind of like a, a really great m- moment that I enjoyed playing, mm-hmm. per se, as there was a game, and it was uh, there was a game where, where I played Gary, I kind of referenced it a little earlier, when he was with the Everbold Unicorns, and I was with Greenfield Grasshuggers, and it's like a week five, week six, early season matchup between the two, and... Um, and I've got and I've got my running guy named Oslo Pierce, which is, of course is not a friggin' halfling name by any <laughs> means. But you know, but again, I hadn't really. I was just coming up with cool names. I hadn't really made the connection to Lord of the Rings, to halflings, right. to you know Bilbo Baggins and all that other stuff. For some reason, I just never bothered to do that. Just like, I'm gonna make up cool names for my guys. And he was one of those halflings that got the dodge skill, and so was you know was very tough to tackle. You know, and uh, I, and I'm breaking out, and I'm about to and, and it's and it's like a 2-2 game, and we're right there at the tail end of it, and we're trying to figure out what's going to happen next. 
and he breaks free. And then one guy can tackle him, and it's actually Sears Mayfeather that's yeah. going to try and tackle him. And and he gets down there, and then and I don't remember the exact numbers of it, but but Gary rolls the dice and he misses it by one. It's like he has to roll an eight <laughs> and he rolls a seven, you know, or something like that. Or maybe it was even like he had to roll a nine and he rolled an eight because it was because the and his guy just barely misses him, and then my and then the next the next turn I go in for the winning <laughs> touchdown, and it was a blast. And oh, Gary was mad. He was very very <laughs> upset because that was his first loss of the right. season, and that was and first one always hurts. That's yeah. what I tell Steve. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's weird how you how you put how you invest so much into that yeah. in, in that moment, and then and that was a really really fun moment, you know. And then being able to do that, and then uh, beyond that, you know, I mean, there's other you know there's teams where uh, where the the Reekland team that I had by the time we got to the end of the season, I mean, they were limping, you know, and they were just barely able to kind of, I was having so many injuries and trying to keep guys out there and yeah. stuff. And yet, you know, you, yet I was still was able to make the playoffs and, and they, I'm still able to have a really good game going into the end. So it's, it's weird how you can kind of create these dramas and it's like, okay, this is my, you know, you can almost parallel it to a certain a team or whatever, you know, and 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 those those moment, memories still kind of stick out, you know, and it's and that's what's kind of fun about it all. But but you know, but but the, obviously the fun times are the things where you remember guys, you know, wielding guns on the field and, <laughs> and kind of hard and, to forget that one, yeah, and kicky woods, you know, and uh, you know, and rubble crunch and just silly stuff like that because obviously those ones have continued to make it yeah. on. But but it's definitely kind of one of those things that is that is really good, and you have and and it's fun to think of all the time we spent doing it. But you know, it's it's and, and and drawing up the stuff and like this and hopefully I can find those other drawings up the little Bloodweiser illustrated that we did and stuff. I mean, we probably there's probably only a handful of them, but they were, but they were a lot of fun. I mean, I would go to the point. I mean, I'd draw it out and I would ink over it with these ink pens and you know and actually nice. literally turn it into a comic book piece. But you know, we were big comic book you know junkies at the time too. So you know, and I think maybe that also kind of spurred the creativity and what we really enjoyed doing. Sure. So you know. I think for me, just like personal achievements back then, <clears throat> I took great pride actually in being the first guy to like clinch a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was just something that I was like, I couldn't believe I did. And I couldn't believe out of all the people it was me. And I couldn't believe it was the dwarves. And they moved so slow at the time because they only moved three. Mm-hmm. You know, they were strong, but they were slow movers. And, you know, I had this guy with a thousand yard rusher and I just couldn't believe all these things. Uh, so that was a very proud moment for me. And whether it was dissatisfying or not, I was, I was, you know, I like to win, <laughs> even though I might not do it a lot at the tournaments and stuff. <clears throat> but, um, People Having people are going to think that was a placed cough. Like, no, like it's he's not. hinting towards something. He really did cough. No, he, people are going to think he, he always did coughs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I know, thing. but I'm saying, but this timing was bad for that cough. Mm-hmm. People are going to think he's like throwing something out there. <laughs> no. <laughs> Continue. Uh, having after you know, now that Robert reminded me about how the dwarf giants got beat by the Rodders and all that, those memories flooded back in. It was very satisfying in some ways. To sit there and play by myself in that blood bowl <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, I, they're my still haters. my teams. Uh, so, you know, no matter what, no matter what I can say is that we, you know, Gary bought the game and my, my other friends made this world with me, but I, at the very least I can say I won the season yeah. in some weird, odd way. And got second. And okay. got second. I mean, and it, does it really mean anything? Not. I guess, but I don't know. There was just so I still, 
I still see it. it I'm on the floor in my bedroom, and those two guys are sitting up on my bed, creating star players. They're not even paying attention to me while I'm playing this game out. And just at one point, I think Gary asked me what the score was, and he's like, oh, okay. And it just turns right around and keeps making up star players. It was so anticlimactic, but it was still, it's still nice to say that, yeah, I won the league with this team and everything else. Yeah, and I think the thing is, is I think even, you know, at the end of the season, you know, you just don't want, you know, and part of it was, you know, eh, some of it's sour grapes, but some yeah. of it's also just, you know, you don't, you don't want to take a team that's not your team yeah. that you have no emotional investment in, like Orkland, because like I said, he's going to play with old time, and you know, and you, and you, and you know, most likely old time is going to win, and so you're and you're taking this team that you have no touch to, and you and also you're thinking, God, these guys wouldn't have even made the playoffs if they hadn't if their we- division hadn't been so weak, you know, and so it was it was, it was kind of weird to kind of take it from that point of view too so but yeah but there were a little bit of sour grapes in sure. it. so you know they're not, they're not, you know it, but at the end of the day you know it still was really really cool to know that that you know that with the exception of maybe a handful of games i mean you know we played every game and we put <laughs> everything out there and it's and and, it, and it's, it's hard to believe that we hey you want to get together like you want to play uh, you know, Dark Renegades versus Albion Wanders? Yeah, sure, I'll be over a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's just hard to believe we played out games like that. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee I have no memory of the Dark Renegades. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is weird to think that they got that. They, and, of course, I guess that's kind of how the team gets passed around. And then, the, and like I said, the weird thing is, is you know, and and – as certain teams that just that just have that they have a, have a certain allure. You know? Yeah, I mean, you know, in the same way with the NFL. I mean, you know, um, you know, I, I love Dallas Cowboys. It's silly, but you know, but but part part of it has to do with just that really great design logo and the yeah. good color scheme. It's like somebody was really on their game when they created that, <laughs> you know. And so where some of these logos seem to be just kind of thrown together. Hey, let's make a swishy jaguar. You know, I don't know. So. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, but but as a result, I mean, I think that's one reason why some of these teams kind of stick with you. They're yeah. ones that you can put a story to and you can kind of move them along. Now, obviously, it's helped that they created ones. But, but for instance, though, I don't remember hardly anything about the Gouge Die. But, you know, yeah. we, did, we didn't really play much with them or push them to a certain thing. But on the flip side of it, you know, the Skavens and, and, and Goblins are always some of the most fun to play with because you could just really just have fun with. They're crazy. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they were always fun to do. You're never going to really win with them. But, you know, not consistently, at least. I don't think, but not but, back then. Yeah. yeah, but they were a lot of fun to play, and so you know, and so that was the thing there, and you would just always kind of keep it interesting, and and you know, it, it, and that's what I think at the end of the day is just the creativity and the fun of of doing that, and you know, and it, and it is something that is kind of. You know, you don't know if you'll ever do anything like yeah. it again, obviously, because that's a, you know, you know. It's a lot. It's a big investment. Yeah. yeah. Like well, I've always said, the game is as much fun as you put into it. Yeah. Exactly. If you don't put any thought or effort into it, you're not really going to care. You're not going to play it much. Mm-hmm. But if you create the world, you create the teams, you create the backstories, you play and create stories during the game changes it completely yeah yeah i agree and that's and i think that's one of the things that's that that is fun about it all and that's what's what's so great looking back on it you know and um you know and then there's other little things here and there that unfortunately like i said you don't don't have time to be you just kind of got to do the pick of the best but you Mm -hmm. know there were other other things that would happen and funny moments and and everything else and you know and and it was a big part of it so you know it's definitely cool though definitely very very cool and a lot of fun to play so yeah lots of good times and talking about this for as long as we have already just makes you think i mean 
I don't know. It just uh, actually brings back so much, and it makes you want to not really stop talking about it <laughs> in, in some ways because it's yeah. just you keep thinking now. Now my brain's going like, what else is there? Yeah. Especially sitting together and, yeah. and you know you popping off something to trigger me, going like, oh yeah, I thought I knew everything about that error mm-hmm. era, and here I am, and you know you actually reminded me of this and that. But well, maybe someday we can actually get Gary on here and have a full. You know, repanel. <laughs> we just let him retell the story and yeah. see how wrong it is. <laughs> I kind of remember buying the game. My mom's mad. Wow. I had Everbold. We'll have a. <laughs> and what we'll do is before you get here, we'll have a poll to see how long it takes to piss him off and who actually pisses him off. Oh, that, that would so be me, and I would do the. 11 minutes? The Brenda Grimjack song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably would. That'd probably do it. Yeah, that one would. Yeah, <laughs> or we could talk to him about how Greenfield beat us. Ever yeah. Yeah, that, that was, might do it too. Of course, probably the funny thing is he probably doesn't even remember that. To be perfectly honest, it's it's, <laughs> it's weird how he'll yeah he he he's he's he, and here's the thing. Gary is a really smart guy, very accomplished. But once 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 he doesn't consider it of importance, yeah, it just gone. filters on out. Yep. You know, he's like it's like his brain says, okay, we're getting rid of that, making room for something else. Mm-hmm. You know, and and because he is he's incredibly sharp and incredibly uh, smart when it comes to certain things. And yeah, unfortunately, like, we go. Need to keep all that information about the comic book characters right here. Need to keep all the TV information. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Facts so. and figures. No, nah, we'll put those in the trash. Yeah, exactly. But I, I can tell you some great little stories about Blood Bowl, but <laughs> I don't remember what that word means. So <laughs> Exactly. But you know, but it is always fun, you know. And like I said, and I, and it was a lot of fun to be able to draw and kind of. And in many ways, it was kind of a fusion of just everything that we loved. I mean, you know, fantasy. Sports, uh, comic books, you know, kind of silly storylines and those kind of well, things. Well, this version has all the mechanical, like, eyes and legs and stuff you know, like that. So it adds, like, that cybernetic stuff. So mm-hmm. it's exactly everything Did we you want. ever see the actual Blood Bowl comics? I did, and I was I was really disappointed with the artwork. Okay. Uh, and, yeah, that's what... Yeah. Yeah, and that was my biggest. Could not problem. tell what the hell was going on. Yeah, yeah, and and it was it was it was it was, and and it's weird how you get into things like that. And then also, I think the one thing about it is, is obviously Blood Bowl was was created, you know, overseas and stuff. And so I think that a lot of there's a certain kind of soccer element yeah. to it, though, as far as the kind of the idea of, of clubs and tournaments and freebooters and this yeah. kind of thing that, that that's there. And I played soccer all growing up, but it was you know American and obviously not football and all that stuff. And so you kind of go through these things and you see all the. Uh, but as a result, you know, I think that there's there's kind of that if I was to do a Blood Bowl comic, it would be much different, yeah. you know. And so it's not really how I saw it, obviously, how we are, how we what we kind of crafted. Mm-hmm. You know, I would see it more as, you know, you know, I don't know, just a, a bizarre sequence of uh, this and that. And so the comic always kind of struck me as a little weird. It's like I always pick it up and I always kind of look through it, you know, and I'd see one and just kind of like, eh, <laughs> OK, and then just kind of move the on. Art, the artwork. I don't mind the style, but I don't personally. I want to knock some artists, but yeah. at the same time, I don't think the style for the sketches and stuff look like one thing. But I thought this it really lacked in storytelling yeah. and flow. I, yeah, and there is a difference. Tell, mm-hmm. Honestly, could not tell what was going on. Yeah. I don't mean to, you know, whatever the guy listens, he listens. But yeah. Yeah. follow. Yeah. I I know how to read comics. I had. Hundreds of them, thousands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could not tell which, you know, from panel to panel to panel, mm-hmm. the follow of the story yeah. and, you know, who's saying what and all this. And I'm like, no, just just no. 
Yeah, and that's it falls the, down to the art. Yeah, I, I have a minor in sequential art, and 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 we and one of the things that we talked about in one of those classes is you know I had a class with I had a workshop with Brian Stelfreeze, and one of the things that he was really really good at pointing out was that he's like you know you know there are certain people out there that are just really great artists. Mm-hmm. Travis Charest is a very good artist. You yes. know you look at you look at his pieces and you're going that's beautiful. He goes and then you look at somebody like Frank Miller. That's a really gifted storyteller. You know, he may not necessarily have the best art per se yeah. that you're going to hang on your wall, which even though it's really iconographic and it grabs you, but he's able to convey a story as it moves across the page. You know, and then Kirby has stuff that just pops sure, off the page. Yeah, this has know? nothing to do with Bull, yeah. but uh, did you ever go back and read like the Daredevil when Miller took over? Mm-hmm. And it's just so amazing to see his style actually change. Yeah, because I'm not. You know, I don't have a great eye for art. I'm just all, I've always been about the story first. Mm-hmm. But that one was like the first time that I could see someone taking over a comic yeah. and then slowly exerting his force on it and completely changing the outlook and the make of it. Yeah. And it's like, wow. Yeah, I can and, definitely see yeah. why he's so important here. Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing that I think is interesting. And I think that's one of the things that was missing. And like, I, like, I, I don't know why they didn't get Nifton to do this stuff because I, I love Yeah, that, that would be awesome. Stuff. His, uh, if he's you know, around still. Yeah, right. exactly. He may not be. I don't yeah. know. But I mean, but I thought somebody Oh my like gosh, that. you know how awesome that would be if he... I don't know if he's still around either. Yeah, I, getting might, him might to do be it. a girl. I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, but to get... No, it's him, Pete Nifton one. Yeah. yeah so. Get him to do the, uh, a yeah. Blood Bowl comic would yeah. just be... I, yeah. I couldn't tell you how that would many be copies. Yeah, I'd be like, okay. Order a couple, couple. Give yeah. me a couple copies. Yeah, you, know. you got any alternate covers? I'll take those too. So yeah. So yeah. if anyone knows him, knows yeah. how to get in touch with him. He's probably like, leave me alone. I'm tired of drawing those stupid things. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But, you know, but on the flip side of it, you know, I mean, I think the things that I think that was the biggest thing that was missing with it was that it just didn't seem to, like I said, it wasn't, you know, necessarily my style and Mm -hmm. it wasn't necessarily, and also it just didn't seem like it was how I would picture it to be. But that's okay. I mean, you know, everybody's kind of got their own things. And we obviously had kind of a warp version of it. We kind (laughs) of created our own thing. Sure. And so as a result, you know, but, you know, but also, you know, perfectly honest too that they know more about soccer we know more about american football so you know so it, I, you tailor it more towards towards mm-hmm. american football mixed with that whereas they probably see it more as a sport kind of play more rugby style slash you know and so there's a different kind of take on that and you know that's and, and but you know regardless at the end of the day you know i mean it's it's it, i would love to see something though done with more of a edge to it you yeah. know, and kind of more I definitely of a, would too yeah so you know and I don't really know what was the whole um, oh, I can't remember the, the, the show that ESPN did for a little while but the, 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 the football show they did but you know I could see it almost being Friday Night Lights no it was an ESPN thing they did they only made oh. it like one season um, but they oh, did yeah. it. They did a. It was a drama show based around football, you know, basically, oh. and, and the season as it progresses and the things that happen in the locker room. And Nothing all will ever beat first and ten. Yeah, exactly. First and ten. <laughs> Robert was a big first and yeah, ten. Yeah, big I first, love and first and ten. Yeah, it, it, it definitely was a fun show. We're really getting off football. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I know. Anyway, well, I'm going to yeah. rein us a little bit back okay. in. Yeah, so. Did you know, and I might have talked about this in the old. In the an older podcast, do you know that you're sitting with two members of the Chaos All Stars? Hmm. <laughs> so years later, just to wrap this up, Blood Bowl so influential on us when we, after high school, Robert and Gary got a indoor team together. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I begged indoor them to soccer. play, huh? Indoor soccer. Indoor okay. soccer. Uh, they wanted to play co-ed. I begged them to let me play. They said, I don't know, but they did. <laughs> it and sounds then, like he's a girl. 
<laughs> I begged well, him to let me lay. The the thing is, is actually we got my sister mm-hmm. to play with us, <laughs> and then she recruited like the high school girls for us. Nice. And their goals counted as two back then. Yeah. So if you have good, you had decent average men and great girls. That was the combination for winning. <laughs> you know. Uh, so anyways, <laughs> um, it's a win in my book. Exactly. Uh, so, I don't know if our first team name was this, but eventually we morphed into calling our team the Chaos All Stars, mm-hmm. and nobody else knew where they got that from, and they thought it was cool, but we uh, we three knew where it came from. Yep. <laughs> so we were members of the Chaos All Stars. Yeah, yeah, it, it was, was pretty it was, awesome. Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> and, and that's the crazy thing about it. It was nice too because we were actually a good team. Like yeah. we won championships and second places because you got T-shirts for those things, um, <laughs> and. Uh, we try. We did a different strategy because most teams did uh, a boy and a girl forward, boy and a girl midfielder, and boy and a girl defense. So we had me and my sister as the starting defenders, and we moved our two guys to midfielders, mm-hmm. and we had two girl forwards because if any shot the guys did from long range could bounce off the walls. Girls put it in mm-hmm. two points. Yeah. So we kind of changed at least our division and stuff, and we became kind of. I don't know. They call it just chaos. Eventually, they were like, "Well, you got to play chaos," and because like, you know they shortened it because we were so awesome. Yeah. Isn't that was, cool? Yeah, it was very very cool. I wasn't always super fat. <laughs> Apparently, I actually could run at some point. <laughs> and he was a pretty mean defender. There's no doubt about that. So, so it's amazing if you don't play soccer when you start. If you just watch the ball. I mean, the guy can't go anywhere. The ball can't. So you just watch the ball. You don't. Yeah. You don't get tricked by all his little foot movements. So yeah, I became pretty decent. <laughs> pretty awesome. Good times. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So our blood bowl kind of carried over to soccer and then back to blood bowl. Makes sense. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's always been one of those things that you know I think is always there. You know, and even now, you know, we can occasionally throw references out there and again and to each other if we're hanging out or we're doing something yeah. like that. And so it's kind of nice to be able to kind of again that shared history we kind of talked a little bit about earlier. So, all right. I think that's enough on that. So, yeah. Robert, we appreciate you coming down. That was good. To both down it. and being on the podcast. And uh, we'll wrap this up, and we'll be back with our next segment. I have no idea what it is, because we're recording this out of order. It could be shout-outs. So I could be going, shout-outs! Might just be second. the end, yeah. 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 Anyways, we're going to be right back. Thanks again, Robert. Bye. Hi, everybody. This is Snob Costas, beat writer for the Long Island Blood Bowl League. On August 29th and 30th, I traveled down to Washington, D.C., where they were holding the Nova Open, a miniatures gaming convention. There, amidst a gaggle of warlords, were a dozen Blood Bowl coaches, each seeking to test their mettle against the best the convention had to offer in the Bosch Bowl. There were two tournaments that were held that weekend, each run by Bastion, a talk fantasy football mainstay. In this interview, near the conclusion of the tournaments, I asked Bastion to comment on the festivities. Hello, this is Snob Costas, here at the Nova Open, where we have just completed the Blood Bowl tournaments, multiple Blood Bowl tournaments, here run by Michael St. Clair. The Bosch Bowl, the first of many, we hope, uh, was run to an excellent 
uh, degree where we had eight players in the day tournament, which was sanctioned by the NAF, and eight players also in the night tournament, which was not sanctioned, but loads of fun. Michael, what do you think is the future of the Bosch Ball? I think uh, bigger and better, ever and onward. We've got everyone that's passed by the table has a, hey, I know that. So we could double or triple next year. I'm being very hopeful, of course. But uh, I can definitely see us growing steadily, at least. That is excellent. So in the tournament during the day on Saturday, the sanctioned tournament, uh, we had one of Blood Bowl's uh, own celebrities who actually came down from Ohio and actually won, Tom Rummery. Um, and uh, how, how do you think that, that whole tournament went? I think it ran very well, and I think uh, the fact that someone like Tom showing up, someone at that level of play showing up and, and pitching in is, is great for the, for the event itself. And it shows people who aren't quite as, as experienced what you can do and how you can do it. And it, everyone will improve because of it. That's how you get better. Um, he definitely taught some lessons. And I'm glad he showed. I mean, I was astonished. Drove all night to be here. Bless him. I hope he gets home safely. Um, and, uh, yeah, it makes me feel good to see, to see someone at that experience level here. So the skill set that actually was, or the rule set that was actually out there, uh, you had 1,100 to play with, and every team was allowed to choose some skill package, either normal skills, uh, two of them, or you can give uh, anyone on your team any one skill in the entire book, uh, or you could also take a team reroll. Uh, how do you think that rule set affected the choice of teams? I wouldn't say it affected the choice of teams so much as how they were used. And we could see that in, um, for example, we had an ogre team with a ball and chain on the ogre. Obviously, I think he would have played ogres anyway. The ball and chain just made it a little silly, which was the, which was the idea. It's the whole point. Personally, I really wanted to see something like Treeman with Stunty. Think about it. It's going to work. That's what, that was the whole point of that particular skill set. But, of course, you could fall back and get a basic one, like a couple of blocks for your other guys. Um, and it was really just intended so that you could shore up the part of your team that was a little lacking. It's not over the top. I'll give you a little something. Pick your poison. And, uh, like I said, I didn't want, to, didn't want to make it too syrupy or uh, too over the top. And uh, I think we came in right on target. Because everyone played the teams that they know, that they enjoy. I was talking to the guys throughout the day. Um... And it just made their teams that much better so they could uh, strategize against their opponents. That's great. So as far as the choice of teams, we saw ogres. We saw goblins, which, of course, I myself am very fond of. We, <laughs> we, saw, the, uh, we saw a couple of Nurgle teams. We saw a couple of uh, Chaos Dwarf teams. One, a couple of teams we did not see, normal mainstays at tournaments. No undead. No orcs. No, well, we got Kemri, but no, no straight undead, um, no orcs, no uh, wood elves. There was an orc team in the uh, Saturday night, Friday night event. He did, he did sadly have to bow out on night like two. Oh. He, he just couldn't hack it, no pun intended. <laughs> there wasn't. He, he was beat up by the goblins, wasn't he? That wrecking ball, I tell you. So, what are the changes that you would expect to see for next year's Bosch Ball? Uh, changes for next year, I think there are some things that need to be tweaked in the scoring matrix. There were a couple of snafus that weren't foreseen. Um, 
But overall, personally, I'm rather pleased with how it functioned as a whole. There might be other tweaks to the kickoff table, just to balance out some of the dice rollings on average. Um, because a, a certain result can have a devastating effect if it happens if it comes up a lot, and so obviously you don't want the five, six, seven slots having that sort of thing in it. Um, but it, overall, it wasn't crazy. It was just maybe one fluke roll uh, screwed the whole thing, or two in a row. It is Blood Bowl. Um, I'm not going to change a lot. I think uh, I like the skill set we chose. It's a it, it's tried and true. I've and I'll admit freely, I picked it from from other tourneys I've been in. Um, so it, it's it's worked there. It will work here. All I've done is make it uh, unique to uh, what we do here. Excellent. The only uh, the other thing we have not reported on is the winner of the night tournament, which is actually still in doubt as we are finishing things up. Uh, but it does look like uh, our winner is going to be um, Alex. Uh, um, Alex Bessinger. Bessinger, who is, um, I think, oh, Bessinger, sorry, Bessinger, hey, look, I'm a goblin. And uh, uh, the, the person who kind of gets left out in the cold despite the uh, undefeated 3-0-1 record would be Larry Mason, uh, Larry Cutlip Mason, who finished in, se- uh, looks like he's going to finish in second place. Quite probably, yeah. Um, he, he all but conceded. He had very, very dejected look on his face, but he, he performed much better than he expected. He, he had never played Blood Bowl on a table with people in front of him before, and I think he, he acquitted himself quite well. I'd say so. He also did very well in the Saturday tournament, Saturday during the day tournament. Oh yeah, I, I was thinking there by the end he had a shark fin out of his back. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, this is Snob Casas here at the first Bosch Blow. Sorry, Bosch Bowl. It's been eight games over the last 24 hours, so we, we're, we're all losing our minds here. Uh, thank you very much, Michael, for a very well-run tournament. And uh, anything else you want to say? No, I just want to say thanks everyone who came. If, if I didn't say it to you personally, I'll say it to you here again. Um, I had a blast. I've had more fun at this con than I have at most of the other ones I've ever been to. And I didn't play a game. Thanks, everyone. I hope to see you again. Well done. Thank you, everyone. This is Snob Costas. One correction to the interview. Alex Bessinger was caught by surprise when a stunty skink slithered his way through Bessinger's Amazon defense and Coach Logan was able to tie the score one-to-one, and Bessinger found himself on the outside looking in as he lost the tiebreaker by one point to newbie Larry Cutlip Basin. Congratulations, as new partners with old, Tom Rummery, to take the two Bosch Bowl tournaments. This is Snob Costas. Okay, and now it's time for some... Shout-outs! Yes, indeedy. Who we got? Well, we have our buddy Mark Zuckerman from the Long Island uh, Blood, Blood Bowl, Bowl League. League. Yep. Uh, I just want to Which thank you him. guys might know as Snob Costas. We just want to give him a big thanks for uh, an extra-long segment mm-hmm. on the Both Down podcast. So uh, he works hard at what he does. and Hope you guys are enjoying that, and if you want to... If you guys want to do, you know, segments or, you know, uh, what, interstitials, bumpers, whatever, we'll take anything you send us, pretty much. We're happy to do so. 
Well, you say that, and then people are going to like. No, if you send in crap, I'm not going to take crap. Oh, okay. Thank you for clarifying. Yes. <clears throat> and really, I'm the final say. Pretty much, I'll blame you anyways. Even if I'm the final say. <laughs> God, so much of that goes on. <laughs> you got to be really careful sometimes with our emails because, like, well, I'm sorry. You type in, I'm sorry, Steve just really doesn't want to do that. And then you look after you hit sent and get, oh, Scott didn't want to do that. And like, oh, man. I don't think we've ever done that. No, but I know. I it's, could it's see that joke. happening. Yeah. You know, people probably think we do that. Though. Oh, yeah. We usually actually talk about stuff before we respond. Yeah. We try. Or I get a text in the middle of the day saying, you still haven't responded to so-and-so. You're like my secretary To be mom. fair, there was a time that you told me, yeah, I, I did that. And then I didn't go back and look. Oh, and then two time. months later, I had to send those people emails going, sorry, Scott said that oh, my dryer's done. The dryer's done. But yeah, I had to send people, sorry, I thought Scott did this, but thanks for the blah, 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 blah. Right. You know in the dryer, you can actually turn it to silent, so it won't beep. You know that's a very good idea. <laughs> Especially while we're podcasting. Yeah. I mean, not every lush studio has a dryer, but maybe yeah. we should do that since we do it this great place. Nobody gives a shit at this point. <laughs> Anyways, we want to thank Mark Zuckerman. He also does a lot of hard work on his Long Island Blood Bowl League newsletter, yeah, too. So It's very awesome. He tries to fluff stuff up and really tries to storyline stuff around Blood Bowl, which is great. Yeah, we had uh, some other people send in some stuff. We should have probably written their names down. Well, I... I you just mentioned fluff, and that reminded me that... Uh, well, he you... didn't really sign his name, which is what kind of... But I think it's Steve Chambers. I don't know if he listens to the podcast, but he was told by someone to send us some cool uh, ideas for his house rules that he sent. And they're really neat. Kind of a little similar to ours on one of them. But, uh, so it's always nice to see people send in house rules to us and everything. Yeah, because you never know what you might pick up from somebody mm-hmm. else. Or even if you don't like the idea, you might go like, I don't like how they are executing mm-hmm. it, but I like the the thought behind it. Yeah, that it. might not work for us since we do this, but we could change it to that. Yeah, Right. Yeah, we're more than happy to steal from other people. Like, I've been trying to think, too, lately, and this is just not really a shout-out, but, like, in our league, the last, if you make it to legendary status, mm-hmm. the last skill you get to pick. Yeah. And I was thinking, since we've only had two people in the whole, you know, eight previous seasons ever make it to that level, I was thinking, what if you were a guy with a nega trait, and you got to remove a nega trait instead of taking that pick that skill would that be too overpowerful do you not remember the discussion we had about this did we oh yeah because the last person to get it was a vampire so of course we discussed about removing the negatrate well that's because you were very much against it that's because we have people in our league who want to retire they don't want to play with their legendary guy they want to get their legendary guy and actually like make him a free agent there's one person and uh, it wants him to be yeah. a star player well alan really wants yeah. this and to me there's no right or wrong way to like how do you value this player yeah. he's never going to get induced but the right. option that he's available is cool well i know i it, it, I guess what I'm saying then is I've been thinking about it lately, okay. and maybe maybe I'm wrong. Okay, you're not going to hear that often, but maybe I'm wrong. No, I hear it a lot. 
Um, but not for me. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. Removing negatrates is at that point. I if you become a star player, it kind of makes sense because a lot of the star players don't have negatrates, but they do get loner. So if we remove the negatrate and he stayed on your team, I would almost say that he would have to get a variation of loner to where he is too good for the team, okay. like ego. So therefore, he no longer works well with you. And if he decides to do something, your probability wizards can't tell him well, then you're, not to. Then you get in the argument of if you have a minotaur that makes it to legendary status who already has loner and you remove wild animal, do you have double loner? I mean, so I don't... Maybe but at that point, you just couldn't remove it. Or I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. Regardless, uh, probably not the time to discuss that during shout-outs. I'd like to shout-out um, all our listeners, and especially the ones that are going to Chaos Cup. Everybody on the road to Chicago. You're on the road to Chicago, right? Just have no idea. Okay. The glory and love. That guy was in Chicago, Peter Cetera. Yeah. Stay Ooh. the night I want to spend. Chicago is such you. a good band, I can never remember any of the songs. Yeah. But they yeah, they're they're okay ones. They're like a band like if it's on seventies or eighties music. Yeah, you're you're like, you look it up and you're like, Oh that oh it's Chicago. Yeah. That's a good song. What's oh it's Chicago. Right. Or if the glory of love if you're watching yeah. Karate Kid. I would fight for your honor. Oh, I would fight for Ralph Macchio. I mean the other thing. Yes. <laughs> Sexton. I'd like to shout out everybody, though, that is going to Chicago that are fans. Please feel free to uh, walk up and talk to us. Shake our hand. Introduce yourself. If uh, you'd like to support the podcast, we should have a table. Uh, I need to email. Do we have a table? No, I already talked to Johnny. We have oh, okay. a table. We will have a table full of our random crap that you can buy. Yeah, we're going to have – we're going crazy this year. We even We're going to have candy bars even. If that's allowed, yes. <laughs> if we can't. The candy Actually, bars do not necessarily support both down, but they you, support the child of both down. <laughs> yeah, my daughter's selling candy bars, and I had to sell these candy bars. So I'm like, eh, I'll take them to Chicago. Why not take a box of 60 candy bars to a, a gaming convention full of Right, I mean, it's good variety, guys. and if somebody's hungry, they can... In some ways, it's actually probably a good idea. Yeah. And we might help the Chaos Cop committee... For next year, next they year. provide snacks. Yeah, maybe. And make a profit know. off of them. Yeah, maybe so. If they can do it. See, I, yeah, I don't really know if they yeah. can do it. But anyways, uh, we're going to have what? Should we even tell people what we're going to have? Or make it be a Let's surprise? make sure it gets here first. That's right. Yeah. it's not officially in our hands But yet. we'll have dice, and we should have t-shirts, hopefully some. Yeah. And little, some other things. Some knick-knack, patty wax. We're doing a few different items, and uh, they might sell out quick, but who knows? Why might not. I don't know. But yeah, come up, talk to us. Uh, we'll just put money in the bucket if you want to support us. Yeah. Um, Please. If you have any questions for the podcast challenge or the podcast uh, throwdown, I guess, mm-hmm. then I think Siggy Lama is taking those questions. The throwdown. You mean the jamboree? Yeah. I don't know what it is. Okay. Well, most people are going to be talking about this podcast okay, it's challenge a, thing that's going on that I don't even know if we're a part of. The three pitch slurp down invasion show. show. Really had pitch. Oh, he did. Okay. Uh, so three slurp down invasion show. 
Okay, that's that's cool. Three's Loop Down. It's like the it's like the Blood Bowl version of Three Doors Down. Yeah, Three's Loop Down. Mm-hmm. Cool. Can we have some kind of mediocre hits? No. No. Did you hear the last podcast? <laughs> I know we made fun of Johnny and Extreme the last podcast about the singing, but we should probably keep doing that because it's horrible. Not that mine is good or Drew's is good, but it's a little bit better. Yeah. We could have a rap battle. We could have a rap battle. Kilowaki versus Scott Prime. Epic Rebels of History. I'm not good at flowing. Oh. At live, I'm not really good at flowing at all. But I can write it. I just can't, you know, come up with it. What else? What else we got? What else we got, dude? Uh, Cast Cup. We should be in Chicago. Hopefully, we're gonna be in town. Shout out to Giordano's, yo. Yeah, we're gonna get us some pizza on, and we're gonna get some other pizza from the other place too, right? Are we doing both? I kind of want to hit Gino's East, but I think that's in downtown, so we're probably not going to. Okay. We'll, Anyways, well, we might go to uh, we're not bowling. the other place Sunday if we're not bowling. We're not bowling, so if you don't go bowling, and if we like you, you can maybe hang out with if us. If you're hanging out at the hotel, <laughs> we might do something. Yeah. I might. Well, ta- I don't know if I should take like a little board game or... You remember how sure everybody plays? Plenty, yeah. I know, but what if I don't like their board games? You probably won't. Or maybe I like... I only want to play with the, the Stevens Brothers. And, yeah. And I say, you guys have to play this game with me. Yep. What game should I take that you will never play with me? First and ten. Okay, well, I'll let an extreme borrow that. Uh, Walking Dead Risk? Because you're never going to play that again. Eh, I could play it again. <laughs> I wasn't a fan of it because I didn't realize there was randomness to it. Now that I know there's randomness to it, it's not mindset. as bad. Okay. Knowing it going in is a lot different than just like, sure. well, I've got everything set up. Oh, and I'm dead. Crap. I got you. I got you. Well, anyways... You guys come see us at uh, Chaos Cup. Come talk to us. Uh, give us good, bad feedback. We'll take it because that's, yeah. I mean, if you don't ever feel like sending us an email, that's fine. You'll see us in person. Go, hey, I love this segment. I hate this segment. Uh, Wish you rid- guys would go back to talking about Blood Bowl. Yeah. Wish so, you guys would not talk so much about Blood Bowl. Wish you guys, you guys would talk would, more about Mantic games. Wish Boom. you guys weren't so boring. Just joking. Wish you guys were more boring like some other podcasts. Ooh. <laughs> Don't even know. <laughs> what is that? A I have no idea. For? Just Ziggy Lama's going to be hurt. I like Ziggy's. I'm just going to paint. I'm telling you. Eventually, his his painting podcast where he is just painting and mm-hmm. talking about second edition stuff, I, I loved. Yeah. But at the same time, I think he's getting us comfortable so he can start doing things while he's podcasting. So no. tonight, I thought maybe no. I would uh, take care of myself. And eh, I thought I might play a song and uh, talk to you about some Blood Bowl. And um, is that making the noise? Right it's making it's the noise. It's quite disturbing. And, um, and uh, uh, well, anyways, I think I've talked enough. And maybe we should... <laughs> You know that too well. How many customer service ladies have you bothered? Oh, I always ask them if they have like women's lingerie on sale and yeah, yeah. stuff like that. What sizes you got? I've worked in customer service enough that that happens. Well, if we're going to get off subject and talk about that. Yeah, whatever. 
I used to work at a photo lab. Yeah. And I might have told this story on here, but it might have been on the Couch Pirate site. If you're wanting more Blood Bowl information, it's done. It's probably done, yeah. So you can turn this off. Well, now we're going to talk about weird customers. Okay. So I worked at a photo lab, and there was this guy who would call once or twice a week. And for a long time, we had a lot of female workers that worked with us. Mm-hmm. Country voice. And he's like, yes, excuse me, um, what are your hours? And, you know, he'd ask, like, general questions. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, do you guys do, like... Uh, nudie photos and you know stuff like that and if you said yes because we did we were like the only place in norman that do it so like yeah we got pictures of the girls basketball team and crazy parties no i'm being serious anything good uh yes hmm. i don't want to like incriminate somebody sure but i'm no longer we're no longer friends but he had many extra pictures wow and which is probably illegal wow and he got rid of those ones once he got married. But, yes, he would always make extra copies wow. of the nudes. So be careful what you do. Although digital cameras. Now. Yeah. The fappening happened. Come exactly. on. Exactly. So this guy would do that. And if you said, yes, we do nude photos, if you still stayed on the phone, he mm-hmm. would just keep taking it up a notch. Yeah. And he would do it whether you're a guy or a girl. And eventually the girls might hang up on him. But yeah. I'd be like, yep, we do that. And then he'd be like, well, what about stuff like insertion shots? And I'd be like, yep, we do that. <laughs> and then he'd start like giving you details. What about like an animal insertion? No, he would be like, well, like fingers and, you know, like he would really try to get more details in. Yeah. And I would just answer his questions until <laughs> I just let the dude finish. I was like, cool. all right, see ya. So you've engaged in gay phone sex. <laughs> Well, I don't. I don't really think he was whacking off. What? But. Yeah, yeah, you did. Okay, maybe I have. Wow, I've led an interesting life. I Apparently. didn't hear anything, but like I didn't let it bog me. Is what my deal was. Yeah, you you were enjoying it. Yeah, once I, not the dog starts on your leg, you just let him finish. It's a sign of dominance. You got to push him down. Oh, look at him in the eye and go. No, nope. Ask Steve the story. I don't even know what that is. I'm I'm moving my hand every time I'm doing this, like pushing a head down. Uh, Remember that? I do, but I'm not. You're not going to tell anybody no. that, are you? <laughs> so uh, customer service-wise, my favorite story at Southwest Airlines when I worked there. Yes. You Due to Dallas being basically dicks, when <laughs> they opened up the you new. You know the city of Dallas? You're a bunch of dicks because you don't show up to our tournaments either. Well, <laughs> that too. <laughs> but, uh, when they opened up the new airport. Anybody who didn't go there could no longer advertise flights from Texas to anywhere but the surrounding states. So Southwest Airlines still flew out of Love Field. As such, if someone called in and was like, I need to fly from California to Texas, we'd have to go, I'm sorry, we don't have any flights that way. But what we can do is they go, yeah, yeah, I get that, but I mean, I need to get there, so can we make like a stop somewhere? Yes, we can offer you a flight from, you know, California to, you know, Oklahoma, and then Oklahoma to Texas. Okay. So the two separate tickets, but that's the way that we got around the law. So this is a well-known thing. If you travel with it, it's not a big deal. Um, little old lady, just the sweetest thing, calls up and's like, "Yes, dearie, I just need to get a, a flight." Okay, we're happy to help. That what date? Um, this date, this date. I just I want to go see my grandkids. And okay, that's very nice. Um, uh, where do you need to go to? Well, I'm in. I think it was Chicago or Indiana, one of the two. I was like, I need to go from there to uh, a Dallas. Um, I'm like, I'm sorry, we don't offer those flights. God damn it! I don't have time for this fucking shit, motherfucker. Click. 
That's awesome. I was like, what? So it was either Chicago or Indiana, which we know Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> and Extreme. Or in those that might areas. be why it's in my head, but yeah. I had to turn to my coworker and I go, I just got chewed out by the nicest little 90 year old old lady. Well, she it was didn't hilarious. Have time for stuff. She did not have time for me at Dude, all. Every woman has claws. Yep. I mean, really? Every Amazon team, all of them, we're back to Blood Bowl. They have claws? They should have claws in like certain situations. Like you should roll a dice and like, oh, this week I have claws. <laughs> for anytime you break away. Oh, you're trying to leave? Oh, I see what it is. <laughs> well, I have Why don't you want to sit by me? <laughs> oh, ex-wife stories. Uh, so, yes, if uh, you're going to Chicago... And if you can get a few beers in Scott, he's going to have a ton of ex-wife stories that he can share. Oh, man. But I'm not drinking this time, unless somebody buys it. Cause That's what I'm saying. They can buy it. I, and I don't like beer. So I need fruity, fruity drinks. Fruity drinks. Yeah. yeah. Stuff you normally give to girls, that's what I like. And we should be staying Sunday. So if yeah, you don't have anything do, to do Sunday, we'll probably go to pizza. Yeah, if you're at the hotel still, Aldi's. we're going to go do some pizza probably. Sunday night. And we're definitely going to It was loud break. last time. but It was loud. We're definitely hitting that ice cream place like three oh, times. Hell yeah! If not four. If you're going to Chicago, if you're going to Chaos Cup and you do not know about this, there is an amazing ice cream place. Um, I think it's south of the hotel, but who knows? I'm not used not to that. south. It would what be was it called? east. It had a German name. I'm pretty sure it's east. What was it called? I don't know. It's on like the old podcast from last year. There is a link to that, and it looks like an old ice cream shop, and it was amazing. Yes, and it, like I said, it had some weird. And it's not name. far away. It's like a five. Excuse me. It's like a five-minute trip. I'm pretty sure it's east on that road, right in front of the hotel. Is that east? Pretty sure. Okay, I'm not really, positive. But I'm really. I'm assuming the the highway there goes north and south. So therefore, the road that the hotel's on goes east and west. Well, if you see us at Chaos Cup, just say, "Where's this good ice cream place?" Because we've already been there. Yeah. Because we're probably going to get it before we go to the hotel. Yeah, probably will. I'm actually trying to look and see if I can tell you what it is. Let's see if I can pull it up on the website. Let's see. There's some Nuffleween. Too bad our website sucks. Our website does not suck. Yeah, it says you. Well, it's okay. It's not the It greatest. is okay. It is. <laughs> well, golly, Steve. I, I'm and we lie. have a store that no one has ever gone to. That's because who designed that? Oh, that was me. That sucks. But, you know. It's not for? Hicks Barbecue. It's called Ober Oberweist Dairy. Oberweist, yes. Which is amazing. You must go to the Oberweist. Right. It's core approved. Oh yes. So who was it? Michael last time or Paul? Who was with us? Michael and Paul and Core. They're both. I think it was Michael who got the wrong ice cream, but he ate it anyways because he's too nice to say no. But yeah. he still loved it. That was great. It was amazing. All right, are we done rambling? I'm God, sure we're going to get driving. so fat this weekend. Oh, definitely. Pizza, ice cream, pizza, ice cream. I'm thinking about taking a jug of sweet tea with me. Maybe two. Because there's no good sweet teas once we leave. That's so sad, but I know you will. I'm trying to think of a way to keep it cold while we drive. And I'm being serious. There are things called ice chests. Yeah, do we have enough room in your car? There's just the two of us. If you don't pack like you did the first time, <laughs> it will be fine. Okay, well, I might God. If you go, if you want to relive our past Chaos Cup stories, the first time we went was amazing, the amount of crap that Scott brought. 
You never know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap this up. Let's <sighs> let people breathe. Okay. We can't wait to see you at Chaos Cup. Come up and talk to us. The Shake next episode. Rub will, Steve's head. Don't not rub Lick my, my head. head. Okay. Um, the next episode should be the all-inclusive Blood Bowl podcast that everybody will be putting up. And then are we going to do a and separate we'll Chaos probably Cup do a, special? Yeah, we'll do a Chaos another, Cup recap. And then we'll probably do another episode, just a number or whatever, for the next month. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. All right. If well, you want more from us, let us know, and we will gladly just get on here and ramble about crap. Yeah. Okay. In fact, we've thought about just rambling through a movie or two or some TV shows just for the fun of it. Dude, if Ziggy can paint, we Both can do Both down whatever. theater. I really thought that we Both could. Both down theater. We could. Whole separate podcast. I don't like watching movies, though. I really thought that we could actually play a game of Blood Bowl and just talk the whole time while we play. And I'm like... And, like, you could hit me. I'm like, ah, dang it. Steve just knocked me over. So, anyways, there I was at the mall, and this other girl was there. I think people listen. Some. Yeah. Few. Whatever. Some people listen to the Crunch episode. <laughs> oh, wow. It's true. I, did someone actually listen to that? Yes. A the few. actual play episode? Yeah. There was a few downloads. Wow. Now, downloads. That doesn't prove anything. Yeah. God, we should have gave away something secret if they could tell us something from the Crunch episodes to force people to listen to that. Yeah, but I don't want to go back and listen to it. So. I, don't, I don't either. It's awful. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this up. I forgot about that episode. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to wrap this up. We had a fun time talking to you guys tonight. And we'll see you at Chaos Cup. You can follow Both Down on Twitter, at Both Down. You can follow Scott at Fat Finley, F-A-T-F-I-N-L-E-Y, and Steve at Kilowog2814. If you'd like to email, their email address is bothdownpodcast at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash bothdown. Both Down is a production of Couch Pirate Radio. Please drop by couchpirates.com to hear more of their podcasts. All right, so you made it through nearly, what was it, three hours? Three and a half hours almost. Three and a half hours, and you're still listening to the podcast. And I have to apologize. Audio issues were all me. I realized that we had audio there issues. some fluctuations. Yeah, you sounded really far away for the... I'm always close to your heart. I know, but not close to the mic. That no, was I was problem. close to the mic, though. Yeah, but the the You were messing board. with the board too much. Well, the board was packed up, ready to go, so I must have hit a switch and not realized it. Ah, we're going to blame the old packed up, ready to go board. Absolutely. All right, so you made it this long, so if, like, we should do a contest, but, like, I don't have anything to offer except hugs. I mean, yeah, I know. We're, get, we're selling a lot of stuff, so you're welcome to go and buy stuff. Yeah, we're going to have a ton of stuff, so if you made it this far into the podcast, should we just tell them what they, they could get? <sighs> nah, they'll be there. Oh, this is not like the Easter egg. the surprise? Because maybe then... Oh, they might want to get there early. Yeah. yeah sure. Because there's a few items that are only a, a few up. A few limited edition. <clears throat> All right, so you made it to the bonus segment here at the very, very, very end of a long podcast. <laughs> yeah, so congratulations. Now you get a freaking commercial. Yeah, now we're you're going to get a commercial. We're going to have some... First time ever at a tournament, we're going to have some both down tumblers, some both down shot glasses. Uh, we're going to have... Tumblers or pint glasses. Just we're going to debut our uh, concert, what we call the Both Down Concert T-shirts. And, Block, uh, kill, dominate. We don't have many there, 
but we will have those on sale for $25 as a cast cup special, so you better run your butt over to our booth. Yeah, because we're not making any money off of those. That's so good. if you order any later on, they're going to be more. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we're going to have a by popular demand because we've in the past have done like a bolt down poker chip mm-hmm. where it had me and your faces on each side of mm-hmm. the caricature. We're going to have those poker chips. We're going to have both down logo ones and the portrait ones and some special portrait ones too. That's right. And then we're going to have some coasters and some keychains, metal or plastic, that have the T-shirt on it. Yeah, and we're going to have some. Oklahoma dice cup pads, those little like pads that people shake their dice and they go, mm-hmm. and they pour them out there. And um, more than anything, you need to buy some candy because my daughter's selling like a fundraiser. And, yeah. And we have a lot of dice. Yeah. And a lot of dice. That's right. So you get to know about that. Anything else? <laughs> no, I think this episode's long enough. Are you I sure? <clears throat> we, could, we could recite poetry for him for another 45 minutes. No, I'm not talking that long. I really think I might have the Nurgles rot. So if you'd like to see me at Chaos Cup and you made it this far, I'm warning you, I could be sick. So if you didn't make it this far and you get sick from me, it's your fault for not listening to the podcast. Or if you did, you know, if you want free Nurgles rot, just go and hug Scott. Oh, yeah, I love hugs. Good, solid hug. He's like Drew that way. <laughs> Am I? Is that is he a hug guy? Way well, did not listen to any episodes. I do listen to their episodes. Okay. I guess I don't have a lot of listening he, comprehension. He's a I know. I always hear him. We'll hug it out and mm-hmm. stuff like that. All right. So we, uh, I don't even, are we in this both down, uh, this podcast challenge officially? Are we in it by like proxy? I think we, we're in it because we haven't said we're out of it. Okay. So, although if we lose, I'm not doing the whatever stupid thing. So is. we're in it if we win. And, in it to win it. And if we don't win it, we never were in it. Right. Right, so we're going to dominate the podcast challenge. No, we're not. We're not. We're just not. Uh, no, we're probably really not. But if we win it, then yeah, we're always in. That's how that works. Yeah, but we're not going to win. <laughs> All right, guys, we look forward to seeing you at Chaos Cup. Or um, if you're listening this way after, sorry. Yeah, long episode for no reason. Yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks for nothing. Three hours and 30 minutes. And ticking. All right, I, I don't really have anything else to say. Hey, me neither. All right, we're out. Bye. <laughs>